and welcome to another episode of Sit and Discuss. Are you okay? Are you are you okay? I don't know. Wow. Uh, oh, you're, are you going for walking now? I yeah, thought you were sure. going for like that one really weird voiced guy from the police movies. <laughs> what you know I'm talking about? Chris Chris Rock? No. No, the police the mo- the police series that had like eight movies. Oh. And Police Academy, right? Police Academy. And there's yeah. the one dude that talks weird. Yeah. And I'm like, I, don't, I think he was the villain, like the first one, but then like an anime, vi- but he was like the first villain of an anime, so he becomes like best buds from there on out. Yeah, he does, the, <laughs> he does like the Vegeta thing. Oh, or... that, that trope, that trope where the first, they even did it in One Piece. We're like, now we're going to team up with Buggy the Clown for a scenario. I'm like, he's not just gone? What? Oh, no. It always oh, happens yeah. in some context at some point where you got to team up with the villain from the first arc later yeah, on yeah i mean your your first well i mean technically the first villain in one piece is like captain morgan but is he really uh, named captain morgan yeah oh so you're doing a jokey joke no it is it's not a jokey joke he's, he is a he's a, a marine he's captain in the marines captain morgan all right so in, in this room we have a horrifying <laughs> setup which is that this this phone which has the better picture is supposed to be recording us but it failed us during the last p.o box thing but no same, one knows that. Everyone knows that. <laughs> uh, but the same day recorded our two-hour podcast, no problem. Which happened after the P.O. Box opened. Mm-hmm. So, you know. So that's terrifying. We're also recording a webcam this time, so we don't have a P.O. Box repeat where it's just a flat screen. But it looks terrible, and it's behind us, because the whole reason that the phone's over there is because the computer is not well set up for recording things. This is... The moment you try to do this and you're not rooster teeth, you're like, holy shit, this shit's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> it's expensive. And if you I, want to do it and make it look good, yeah. holy shit, there's a lot I mean, of stuff even, to go through. Even Game, Game Grumps has like a separate streaming area they set up. Yeah. Was because like you can't just take a recording section and turn it into a streaming <laughs> section because it just isn't cohesive. You build this recording section to be as comfortable and convenient, as efficient as possible. <laughs> Everything's a mess and we don't know what yeah, we're doing. But streaming needs to be like open and spacious and needs to have room for lighting and needs to have room for other people and microphones. It's like, you don't have to impress anybody with a recording area. You're just like, yeah, whatever. It has cameras and micro- or it has a microphone, computers. Shut up. Record. But you, you trip every time you stand up. It's fine. It's fine. Just don't break anything yeah, when you do it. But, so everything's fine. But when you're like trying to do like a podcast or any kind of uh, like live action thing, the video becomes like, okay, well, you need to make sure the person looks like a person and not some weird mysterious black blob in a giant black screen. And oh no, everything doesn't work. Hmm. Yeah, but so that as you can see, that's why the camera is hoisted upon the skies <laughs> can they see that in that because that webcam can see that camera that yeah. phone sitting there which they won't see but unless yeah. it fails and then in which case this whole camera angle looks wrong because your back's like all right <laughs> <laughs> uh it's a backup recording but not really a backup recording it's a back it's a back recording. it's a back recording <laughs> good enough got a first question from mona lisa asking a friendly little question how much milk do you both drink on a weekly basis zero is this so the, the the moment they they asked us this last week before the podcast and then they went to chat congratulating themselves for doing some sort of inside joke in the Discord chat and I'm like, wait, what? This is a joke on the inside. I'm on the outside. They're like, hopefully one of them gets it, and I'm like, I don't. I'm on the outside of this joke. Uh, are you on the inside? We are both on the outside of this milk joke. I can assure you that I drink no gallons of the milk ever. 
meme failed. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. What about you, you? You can't drink milk. Yeah, I can't drink milk. You literally can't well, drink milk, and I just don't acquire yeah. milk. I don't acquire it when it's like an RPG I, quest. I did not yeah. acquire milk on this run. <laughs> like, like I, I stopped eating cereal altogether a while ago. Cereal's just bad. Yeah. arbitrarily really. It's a pain in the ass. It's a two-step process. You might as well just get a one-step process, which is put something <laughs> in the microwave, cook it, get done. That's easier than milk and cereal. I went through I went through a period where I was like really into the chocolate and strawberry special K blend and I'm like this is really nice and also like way too much money for cereal <laughs> cuz special K are like micro boxes when you're getting any of the flavor types yeah. that aren't just like flakes or something <laughs> like they're they're weird micro boxes that are like three bowls and it's like this is not a good system and I, I'm tired of going to the store so I just stopped going to the store <laughs> for that purpose I mean it's reasonable <laughs> I think my sister my sister still drinks milk, but she drinks it in such a like a slow amount. She it's like usually for cereal, but she doesn't want cereal every day. I so, had a point where my primary use for for milk was just coffee, but then I just got tired of buying milk for my coffee, so I just drank the coffee. Yeah, that's my sister was the same way when she was younger, where she would drink coffee with milk and sugar mm -hmm. and stuff, and then when she became I mean, an adult, milk's she great just, for coffee. It just instantly makes it taste better. Yeah. Like, right. and it also helps cool it down faster. Exactly. So you're like, hey, this is scalding coffee that'll take 20 minutes to become drinkable. Or, little milk, now it's drinkable in like two minutes and tastes 100 times better than black coffee. <laughs> yeah, but then my sister got lazy and she was like, I don't have, I don't want to go to the store because, <laughs> just you know, for Just for your coffee. Yeah, additive. just for your coffee. And she was like, I'll just drink it black. And so she just drinks black coffee, but still has milk for cereals. Especially since I like, I get coffee and, and it'll be like a 100k cup giant box. I'm like, oh, I don't need yeah. to buy these forever. <laughs> Whereas milk, you have to buy all the fucking time. Yeah. You can't just buy a surplus of milk and store it. I get technically you can because milk doesn't go bad for a pretty long time. Uh, but it's still like a pain in the ass. You want to play that that gambling game? It's really not, Keith. You <laughs> it's pasteurized, which means it has like almost no bacteria in it. Mm -hmm. That's the point. We just bleach it. It's just bleached milk. I've always been one of those paranoid people where I can't tell. Smell it. No, like, like I think I smell it. Taste. I'm starting to think I've just never smelled spoiled milk. You, you literally probably have not because yeah. you, your parents or yourself are so terrified of the concept. You throw <laughs> milk out so quickly before it even has the chance to like. Get I haven't really milk. had a habit of throwing out milk because whenever I drink milk, I just like when it's around, I'm using it at a usually a decent rate or yeah. something. But like. I've always been told about spoiled milk, and so like I'm trying to smell it, and I'm like, I literally, I, yeah, I'm I, like, milk, milk smells bad when you smell it out of a carton. Yeah, <laughs> like it smells like a it, bad thing. Well, because so you're I smelling, don't... you're smelling the plastic. So you always kind of think that it's spoiled anyway. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like this is like no. this isn't a pleasant smell. See, no, you don't because when you smell like when yeah, you smell truly rancid milk, it is unforgettable. <laughs> you go, okay, I know today what bad milk smells like. Oh, uh, and I've sm I've smelt it twice in my life. And I've never smelt it literally at a person's home. I can just see like the next Patreon nominations for what game to play. It'll be like Stardew Valley, Benny Foddy, Getty Overy, and a bunch of other meme games and Tokyo Jungle Literature Club. And then it'll be like Tokyo Jungle Literature Club. And then it'll be like smell spoiled milk. That's like that is like a combination. It's like a combination of Nekojishi in a way I've never wanted ever. It's like Nekojishi ver Nekojishi like, Undertale. Yeah, it's like well, it's, no, it's more like Nekojishi and uh, what's it called? Um, and Katawa Shoujo mixed together. 
like the same it's like it's just the two things combined you mean katawa shoujo there you go puns it's it's over puns look how easy that was i did puns my career's over now coming, I won. To, coming to steam in 2019 where's my million dollars katawa shoujo that went on for way too long yeah but <laughs> that was a milk question we didn't understand and <laughs> we talked about it for like probably 10 minutes good enough <laughs> we're professionals at milk yeah specifically especially with how you can't drink it <laughs> and we'll never I'm have it around soy milk isn't the same thing <laughs> it comes from soy instead of cows i mean you're the one that plays you play with fire every time we go to the theater because you'll walk across the street to starbucks and get a and get a smoothie and you can't have caffeine or milk, but yeah. you're getting products from a Starbucks. You're like, they'll get it right this time. They usually you, do. You try to get sometimes. a green tea smoothie with no caffeine. And no milk. And just, yeah, and just hope they don't fuck it up this time. <laughs> and one hour into our recording sessions later on, you'll start showing one of two symptoms, basically, <laughs> if they fucked up your order. <laughs> it's like, it is a is, good gamble. It's playing with fire. Yeah. You know, you know, ironically, who didn't ever fuck it up was Japan, because they seemed very understanding about milk allergies. They were yeah. like, oh, we, we understand that. And they also seemed like they didn't understand caffeine thing. They were like, why would just have like more caffeine, two times caffeine shot? And I was like, OK, look, I don't have your work ethic. I don't need to be awake. I don't have you. Yeah, work I, was like, I don't need to be awake 24 seven. You guys have to do with that and more the fact that you ruined yourself and can't well, have caffeine. Yeah, but I'm have you told that, that like, story yet? Uh, do you want to? I don't know. I might have. Uh, I wish I had the picture for proof. Um, I do have a picture of myself holding two, uh, two one liters of Mountain Dew. Uh, so Andrew was the boy that uh, that uh, Andrew was the boy your parents warned you about. <laughs> I was. I was the one who was going to steal your girl and smoke all your cigarettes. But because so, there's always those dumb things your parents always say that are always like. Like, don't hold your face that way, you're sick that way, or like 500 things like that. And like all these little like wives tales warnings about what yeah. you do. But you managed to prove something right by just going all in. Yeah, so uh, back in ye old days, uh, I used to be a child that required more energy than what a child is given by default, which is a lot of energy, um, to play all the video games. So I would drink Mountain Dew, copious amounts of Mountain Dew, literally just buying six packs 12 packs 24 packs and drinking those all as fast as i possibly could before sleeping because i didn't want to sleep and um i learned the hard way that you can't sustain a human body with just mountain dew you actually <laughs> need food to compensate the caffeine intake uh, but I didn't care because food is a waste of time and money. I would just buy Mountain Dew. That it's like was a really nerdy version of like hearing about like Christian Bale starving himself for the machinist by having one cup of coffee and one apple every day. Yeah. But like just so you could play more EverQuest. Pretty much, yeah. The, the origin of Knackleson of Knackle. Yeah, that's. I just wanted to play more EverQuest and more Halo. That to be was... clear about your name, Knackleson of Knackle, like you made a character. How many backstories are we doing today? All of them. I thought we were doing the Mountain Dew story. This, this this podcast is God born damn. on on backstories. So you're you're Knackleson of Knackle username. You made a character named Knackle. Then you made another character that was Knackleson of Knackle. No, I made another character named N A K K L. Yeah. So one character named N A K L. The next character N A K K L because I ran out of creativity. Yeah. And, and then you named your usernames on every social media platform based on a character being the son of another character yes. in your fictional roster in a video game you don't play anymore. They weren't even the same race, which was impressive, too. Yeah. Uh, it's, well, that is impressive. That yeah. raises questions. I mean, I mean, it's more like their son, like, in, in heart. 
I guess they're like, yeah, they're like family by blood bonds, but not yeah, by it's like, like Yak, it's genetics. like Yakuza. Yeah, you should play Yakuza. Yeah, because I, I, I think Nackle was a wood elf, <laughs> and then uh, Nackle was a frog. What? Like was, Wait, were there frogs? In yeah, they're Everquest? frog people. You can be like a frog person. I've never played EverQuest before. It's a any very, version of it. Very interesting game. Um, when you look at the first version now, it kind of looks like RuneScape. It is awful to play. Don't ever play EverQuest. It is a terrible game. Look forward to our upcoming Let's Play series of Drew and Keith play EverQuest and Andrew tears his hair out. I hate EverQuest. <laughs> like if you think if you think WoW's like WoW's for babies, at least it doesn't make you ask the NPC what the fucking quest is. You have to ask them. They say, like, here's a giant paragraph. Okay, what do I do now? Ask me what the quest is. What is the quest? Don't know. Ask me a specific question about the quest. Were you typing the questions? Yes. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like Morrowind no. Wikipedia links? No, you had to actually type out, like, how do, uh, why are there goblins here? Oh, yes. There are goblins here because this thing is going on, blah, blah, blah. It's like, what the, f no, just, what, okay, what do I need to do? Ask me what you need to do. What do I need to, specifically? What do I need to do? Specifically, yeah, it's like what do I need to do to end the goblin rush? Okay, so to end the goblin rush, you need to do. This. <laughs> I just, I just want a quest, man. I just somehow want I the guess quest. I'm guessing that didn't make it into EverQuest two. No, <laughs> weirdly enough, they they looked at WoW and went like, "That's a pretty damn good idea. You just press a button and then accept. I like that. Let's do that. That takes way less work to program." <laughs> Just, well, no, they still had the you epic get one stories. guy to write some shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Well, uh, ironically, EverQuest Two didn't do very well. I wonder why. Maybe because it was trying to, because it was the first of many many games to be like, what if we did WoW? Shit, WoW exists. <laughs> A lot of people <laughs> were just upset because it wasn't EverQuest One, but with better graphics. I mean, it, it did better than EverQuest Next, which is just. No. Never going to happen. Yeah, no, <laughs> after after hearing about it for like five years, it's yeah. Just like, eh. Nah, everyone's everyone lost their jobs. It's I guess it's not worth it or but, something. But yeah, that's where Nacklesun and Ackle came from. Some Mountain I've, Dew. <laughs> I've had that for like ten years now. No, more than ten years. I've had it for almost twenty years. That username. Whereas for me, might as well explain it here because might as well get this explanation out every time I play any video, uh, do any series. Uh, when I was in high school, I took German, and we all had German names that we addressed each other by during that class. It's just. Yeah. It's like a way to get used to pronunciation and just a list of names, I guess. And maybe just to put maybe a, a, just an excuse to put you in like the mode for speaking the language that you're supposed to speak in that class and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember Kel's name. I'm trying to remember Kel's name because he was there and he had his own name, too, because everyone did. Uh, shit. Probably fear. Bothers me weirdly. No, but mine was Sebastian or Sebastian. And, I think, uh, wasn't his didn't his start with like a H or something? I don't know. He I, might he might have been like Friedrich or something. Was it what? I don't know. I could have sworn I remember hearing because uh, I think him and uh, another of my friends, Sydney, I think they both took German. And I want to say like during just just text him right now. No, <laughs> well, he's in Japan, so what it's a different your, time zone. What he was would, your Kel name? I mean, your what German was your Kel name? name? <laughs> what was your blood is, name? How far off is Japan right now? Japan is it uh, like midnight. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. My phone's over there. But because uh, Japan's on a 13, 12, 12 hour time difference. Is so I think it's 12 hour time. And difference. they're ahead of us. Yeah, they're so ahead of like us by two day. or three a.m. or something. I think. No, no, they're not 12 hours. They're 16 hours, 16 hours ahead. Because they're a day and some change. 
making me do math. Yeah, it's a lot. He's fine. It's like 8 a.m. Is it 8 a.m.? Well, yeah, it is 3 p.m. It's like, yeah, it's about like 8 a.m. Also, yeah. presumably you wouldn't wake him up unless he really does have like a wake me up whenever stuff happens phone setting. Uh, I don't know his life. I know people that do that. They'll be like, I'm, I'm asleep next to my phone and it's going to make noise. I'm like, why would you do this to yourself? Yeah, I... It's like, it's like you woke me... Like, I, I've texted someone before, and they're like, you woke me up, and I'm like... There's a thing called sleep why do, mode. Why do you... Your phone makes mess, makes noise when you get text message when you're sleeping? I'm like... Some people keep it on because they need important calls. Like, if a family member, something happens that's important, some people leave it on. But they don't remember that, like, every phone since 2000, 2013... Has a do not disturb feature where you can tell it if there's an emergency between these contacts, let the sound go through. Yeah. Otherwise, mute everything else during these times, the times when I must sleep. Mm. And so people don't use it because they're like, that's too complicated. I would rather just get woken up in the middle of the night by someone texting me something when they're completely drunk or someone texting me at nine in the morning because they wanted to let me know something about the day ahead. But I was still sleeping. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would rather just get upset at them than set a setting on my phone that every phone comes with that you don't have to pay for. The, the first name I ever had to make a user, pretty much the first time I had to make a username, I think. Well, my, my first one ever was Age of Empires, which is E5G3, because I mixed up password and username because I was also like eight and I was making my first account, and I played one match and got crushed instantly. I'm like, this is not fun, and went back to playing RTSs offline for the next 20 years. <laughs> uh, but I played Diablo 2, Lord of Destruction, and played that with my friends and had to get, like, an out back when we were, like, sharing a dial-up connection with my brother on a single computer and crap like that. Fun. Uh, I had to make my first username, which was Shaman King, which is named after, you know, the shamans in that game. Then I encountered uh, that there's an irritating anime with the same name yeah. and so i'd be playing a halo when i when i gave my i gave myself the same name on xbox and i would be playing halo and people like obnoxious five-year-olds would be like screaming the theme song over the headphones and i'm like this needs to change <laughs> so when i was in high school so it changed <laughs> yeah so when I, when I was in high school uh and the xbox 360 came out instead of transferring my my account over i just made a new one instead why did you transfer over and then change the username yeah 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 that's weird. Also, changing your username costs like ten dollars or something. They always charged for it you on still Xbox 360. Had to pay to re-put gold on your new account. Yeah, but on top of that, you have to pay for a name change. Yeah, but you get all the. Oh, I guess there weren't achievements. There, or anything. there was no achievements. There was no purchases to remember. That's not true. There's no backwards compatibility. You didn't buy anything on your Xbox, your original Xbox. You could, but it wouldn't be remembered as being like a thing that would affect any part of you playing Xbox 360 I ever. Know. I didn't know. At most, it would remember your friends list, which I could just... Oh, yeah, that's true. Get Friend, friends back. list was important to me. But I could just get them again. I had like five friends, and I, I needed to like, keep... Hey, y'all, new account. <laughs> Tech, hey, new phone, who dis? <laughs> but for Xbox... My, my Xbox account is still my same one from Xbox One. Because it's been... It's the just, original Xbox? Yeah, it's been Nacklesun and Nackle. And That's I still have... Long. If you go on my Microsoft account and go all the way down to my like most like oldest purchase, it'll be Maps for Halo 2 that I purchased DLC for on the uh, original Xbox. Yeah, we were both there and we weren't friends. No. We could have been playing Halo 2 together we all the time. We probably did. I'm sure I played against... Statistically, it's likely I played it nonstop for like a year. Yeah, I did too. All, and then like... Because you play Halo 2 so much, you hit the point where like you're not even playing Halo 2 to play matches anymore you're like i'm gonna do the the butterfly sword jump to yeah. go up this wall and i'm gonna get outside of every single map 
oh i got outside of containment everything's really bloomy up here like probably, i remember yeah i remember getting had all the same experiences of being outside I, of every map yeah and, i remember doing the containment thing specifically yeah I remember it was like because the area outside the map is bigger than the inside of the yeah map. it's so much but it's just a flat <laughs> white area that's so bloomy you can't see the texture of the floor so it's just you're you're just running around you're just driving on clouds and yeah shit. but you got there in the coolest way ever oh fuck we should get a copy of halo 2 you don't think the original or the remake of Halo 2 it still might, has it? It might, it, might work they, the, it might work in the Halo 2 remake. It might. Why would they have but, patched it out? I don't know. I'm just, I'm wondering if we should, we should do a video series where we just try to recreate these like map breaking glitches again. Off the top of my head? Oh my God. We could do research too, but I just oh, mean okay. like we try to do them again and catch them on film. Like that'd just be a fun like nostalgia trip because I was like, yeah. we both did that separately. But yeah, like in that one you had to get in a, was it called Spectre? Yeah, it was that's a warthog the... for the covenant? Yeah, is a hover warthog, and you had you get you load people up on that, then you on the top one of the containment bases, you'd kind of ramp against the stone wall in just the right angle where you'd kind of get stuck on it a little bit and kind of drive straight up it, and then you had to like finagle across the wall zigzagging to get past the invisible wall that's over there. Then you could eventually drive up the wall and just leave the valley and just be outside the valley. Yeah, and it was the weirdest shit. And then you try to climb the giant. Because when you're in it, there's clearly giant spires that are outside of the playable area. Yeah. But once you're out there, you're like, I'm, I'm going to try to drive up that now. And you just go up shit. There was that one <laughs> DLC map that looked like the Halo 2 uh, campaign mission where you're like in a Covenant City. And it's like it, it has that like it's almost like the it's almost like the uh, the se the Senate building from uh, from the, the prequels from Star Wars. And that's just a bunch of like pod platforms. Yeah. In a huge open area in that yeah, direction. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They made a, deal, they made a DLC uh, uh, multiplayer map that was like that. And what was amazing about that one is that you'd, you'd first break out of it vertically above the level. Then you'd walk to the back and you'd fall th past the level down onto the... Instead of the sky box, you'd fall to the sky floor. Yeah. And you'd walk on the sky floor for a while because it's like there wasn't a kill box here. You're just on the bottom of the and world. And you could see... I think you could see up into the world. It was cool shit. Yeah. It was, like, that was... Halo was one of those weird games where people dedicated way too much time to not play Halo. Yeah. A lot of people dedicated so much time I'm, to weird glitches. I'll never and... recreate my relationship with halo 2 with any other game oh yeah like it was so specific because yeah you play the game for months to do like rank and shit and you're like yeah. oh yeah look my numbers are different number and hey i got brigadier that was pretty <laughs> good rank <laughs> i don't remember anymore but uh then you do like they start morphing into like warcraft where it's like i'm gonna do all these custom maps and that's gonna be all i do now like yeah. let's play swat let's play zombies let's play uh other things I'm not immediately thinking of. Lots of zombies, though. Lots of zombies. Lots of zombie variants. They had uh, a real map. I, I think they had races. There was like race tracks. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was race tracks. Yeah. A little bit. You, Pretty much everything Halo that you didn't even have custom maps yet was the crazy. No, thing. everything that you saw in Halo Three come out to existence, like the zombies, the race tracks, all the all the cool yeah. stuff that all existed on Halo Two that we didn't have the technology to do anything with. It'd be like if StarCraft <laughs> Three came out. And then they finally, and then on the drop down menu was like campaign, multiplayer, and then it was just like tower defense, yeah, MOBA, and like all the things that came from its genre. Basically, it was like that's what the Halo, like, kind of became was just like a weird excuse to play custom games people made up. Yeah, and then if you get really bored, try to film some machinima. <laughs> but just a lot of breaking out of maps. I don't know. I think it glitches. made them a lot of money. The weirdest, one of the weirdest ones functionally was the part where you could uh, sit in the side of a warthog with the sword and someone could walk up to you and you could, and the sword had a lock on lunge 
and you could do the lock-on lunge on them from like a foot away. But because you're in the so the warthog passenger seat, you wouldn't leave the seat. So all it would do is initiate the lock on, but you couldn't actually act on it. Oh, then yeah. The guy could walk across the entire map, and then you'd get out of the warthog. And, and he would just fly, fly across the map. <laughs> and you'd fly across the whole map to get to him. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, as long as you didn't press a single other button. If yeah. you looked at someone, they were close enough, and you did the lunge, or you do, like, the attack to lunge at them, but you, you just let it go, the moment you get out of the vehicle, you're just like... It was just, just like a homing missile to that person. It's amazing. It was weirdly like it was like speed running for babies. Yeah, in that like speed running like the any percent runs are always like what's the weird way you break the game that lets stuff happen where you skip ahead in the campaign. But like this was like us doing weird speed running type tricks of breaking the game, but just for the sake of it in multiplayer. Yeah, like what people re what people realized was that if you aimed at somebody. And the way that the, the way that the lock on worked for the sword is that if the reticle turned red, you could lunge them. Period. Yes, that was it. And the whole, the only limitation on the sword wasn't how far the physical lunge could go. the The limitation was how far you, the reticle could turn red. Yeah. And so the lunge actually had infinite range, but the reticle would only turn red when you were near an enemy. But the trick was that you could switch to different weapons that have longer range red reticles, and then you could rapidly switch between the weapons and the sword until yep. eventually you got it to lunge via the reticle of the other weapon. I remember and the, that, yeah. And specifically, the rocket launcher had infinite range. Yes. <laughs> so it would be rocket launcher sword tricks where people would aim a rocket launcher at somebody from across the entire map, switch the sword, and go voom like Neo across yeah. the whole map, and sometimes kill them if you want. God, if I remember that. There. I remember people used to get so fucking mad at blood yeah. gulch when you did that the first time yeah because you'd be like oh look there's the guy in the base is he gonna try sniping me foop, foop, and you just fly <laughs> at him and he's like what the wait hold on and he's just then there's uh, the sword cancel butterfly tricks where like you would someone would stand on your head and you'd have a sword and they would jump and you would sword lunge them but press a button that cancels the actual attack from happening yeah and then they would jump then they would land on your head from you jumping at them and they jump again and you would sword cancel at them and if you if you got really good at it you could just infinitely elevate her yep. up you could go as far forever as you want to by this weird hybrid attack thing I've you were seen doing. I've seen people I've seen people do that uh what was it for for capture the flag yeah I've seen people do that for capture the flag, where they're just two people being assholes, and they're like, all right, well, we're not going to... So they both took the flag, and they both just infinite jumped each other all the way up. And I was like, come on, guys, we can't even play the game now. You guys are in the sky. Yep. Like, <laughs> and then there was the... Uh, what was it? Uh, shit. Oh, yeah, super jumps. Those were weird. Super jumps, uh, depending on what kind of super jump you were doing. They were Super jumps were bizarre because you would, like... You'd crouch in, like, a corner or a crevice. It would usually be some sort of triangular shape, like, misshapen thing. And you would like sort of crouch into it. And sometimes you'd even like jump a little bit. And then you would like, then they'd be like, okay, once you've like primed it, you need to land in a specific spot. And then you'll just shoot 50 feet in the air. Yeah. And so like one of the really weird ones is I, the one I always remember is in Zanzibar. You had to go inside like the, the enemy, the main, the, well, the only base really in Zanzibar besides the coast. Okay. Uh, inside, and there's all those bro the breakable glass everywhere. There's a specific window where when you break the glass, it, may it makes a specific shard where there's like a triangle shard r roughly like where it would be right above oh, your head. Oh, yeah. It'd be like right above your head if you're crouching. So you crouch under the triangle shard and you kind of jump a little bit and you fall down. You have to land in a specific spot on the next floor down and then you just go floop, like 50 feet in the air and you can land on top of the base. And it's like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. I never, I never understood like were half the shit that you could do in Halo 2 on purpose or were they like just... 
just utter it's amazing just weird stuff yeah just like that either never got caught or they didn't fix it because they're like well what, what's gonna ha- who's gonna do this yeah that's like what that. i'm curious about i wish there was like a book uh just for halo 2 of like the know. glitches of halo 2 and i want to hear bungie employees like we knew that existed but like who was gonna do that you know like that and it was it was just such a fun thing because when you were there live it's almost like being part of an arg like, yeah where, like every, people keep discovering new secrets that's yeah. going forward and you're there at, while it's happening so it's like oh this is what happened this week and stuff like that Cause like, it is like discovering it's like almost being an archaeologist yeah. you're discovering new things about the code of this game you're like you can just leave this level it's like oh well, i'm the first to know tell like, the internet like go the, to game facts the most innocent beginning thing was that in my favorite map headlong uh you could get in a banshee and fly towards like the offense base because it, there's a lot of asymmetrical maps where there where instead of being blood gulch where it's just two bases that are asymmetrical there would be like yeah. one good base and one like open area the attackers spawn <laughs> in basically yeah. like in zanzibar there's a big assaultable base and then a beach which yeah is where they spawn on which zanzibar was a great level too uh in headlong you just spawned in a street and but right above you was this building that has slanted roof and so if you got in a banshee and flew at that slanted roof at just the right, right. angle, you could just land on the building. You could just land on the building. Yeah. And no and one could do anything you, to you. And it was hard to do because if you went slightly high, the Doesn't invisible the wall, the invisible oh. ceiling would hit you. But And Halo 2 specifically didn't have physical invisible ceilings that would like you'd slam into they'd be like a repulsor field yeah i was gonna say well, doesn't it like push you yeah, it like pushes, pushes you, you down. down yeah so so you so it, which made it harder to do this trick because yeah. if it was a physical ceiling then you just scrape you along just scrape it along, but yeah. because it pushes you down you have to perfectly thread the needle at this like under angle to just barely hinge onto the top of the building where they just they just didn't quite line up it up with the invisible ceiling yeah and you could just be outside the level without even doing a glitch that was, yeah. that was that's what opened the door for a lot of people. Were like, what kind of weird shit can you do in this game? Because I just flew out of the level and I didn't even have to do anything. Yeah, <laughs> it was just and that, normal. I think it. I think that was such a cool thing. I I, I appreciate the fact that uh, they Halo Halo ne- they, unless it affected the ability to do competitive stuff, like they would fix it. I remember they did like it was some so hard to patch games back then. Yeah. So like they, even if they wanted to, it, it would have been yeah. hard to do. So I remember, that might have been part of the incentive. I remember they did. I remember they did fix uh some of them like i think i remember there were some fixes like stuff that would actually break the game as in yeah. like the game would just crash from it i remember they did do some minor fixes on that but they well, they pretty the, much were open do about you remember the, the big thing they had to fix which one so they were i think they were the first console game to ever do dlc uh like, yes like, they were period yeah they had to them. the point where they were trying to introduce the concept of dlc in the form of like here's a dlc like disc Here's, yeah, here's discs you can download the maps off of, which you can get at GameStop. Which yeah, I never did that version, but that was an available option because they were like, I don't know, we don't know how to sell DLC to people. I, my, <laughs> we, 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 we want to add maps to our game. I did mine online, my original Xbox, right down there that yeah. I had since childhood. You can go on there, go to the files, and it has the Halo Two maps that I downloaded from Xbox yep. Live. Which they had a they had a cool system for that, by the way, because what they would do, and I've never seen this happen since. I've never seen it since it's so good talking about the pricing structure right yeah they would uh what they would do is they'd add the new maps and the new maps would have their own separate playlists so you'd play all different playlists of like capture the flag and slayer and all this other shit which that's that guy's voice is in your head right yeah uh and then it'd be like dlc it'd be like dlc levels there'd be like one of them it'd be dlc slayer and dlc dlc objective it probably wasn't called dlc but you know like yeah something that meant expansion or something and yeah, the two the, it, instead of having like eight modes, you just had two playlists: one for just shooting shooting people, and one for uh, playing objective matches. 
And so you that would be a dedicated playlist for just the new maps. And then a couple months later, when the next new maps were coming out, the old new maps would become free and get integrated into all the other playlists. Yes. And then so at any given time, there was one downloadable series of maps, which are the, the new ones. But the moment they weren't the new ones anymore, they were free for everyone. Yeah. And that was the coolest system. It was such a good system. I think Call of Duty did it for... Because it solves I, the splitting your audience problem. Yeah, I think the first Call of Duty, I think Modern Warfare did it. I want to say they did the same concept. Where the they, first Call of Duty. <laughs> well, I'm saying the first one that was doing DLC, yeah. like DLC maps for online play. Because I don't I, think I don't remember when that series started with it. But I think because I remember I remember there was a there was a problem with that where there's so many people are playing and they're like, oh my goodness, we make the Mun Muns. Yeah. But then they were like, all right, we want to make DLC because money. And they did it, and it was like, well, no one's buying the DLC. Why is no one buying it? It's like, <laughs> well, I don't want to not be able to play with my friends. It's like, oh, yeah. well, Whoops. if we make another one, it's free for everyone. It'll Yay. be okay. And everybody's like, yeah, I'll do that. And then no one really bought DLC. And, then, and now Call of Duty is like, you want to pre-order the game for a price that's twice the price of the game so you can get the season pass, but only the special season pass. That also comes with the special DLC where your guns are beige. And it's like, great. Look, thanks. Keith, uh, in the beginning, war used to be very simple. We killed the person, the end. Now the most it's... infuriating thing they ever did was make uh, HD versions of their old games pre-order bonuses and stuff like oh, that. Like, you fuck, I just want the thing, I want, I want the remake of the good game and not the new bad game. <laughs> you fucks. <laughs> don't you get this? I don't want your that, old course, one. I don't want. That's why they did it. I don't want your but new the, trash. The, but I want your old. To get goodness. back to it, the problem they had to fix was that uh, it was the they introduced hacking to, to console games. Yeah, that wasn't a thing yet. See, all the pro, all the things, all the tricks we were doing up until then were innocent inside of the game's rules. Weird glitch shit. That yeah. was just like, whoa, look at this weird shit I could do. And I never did it for cheating purposes. I only did it in dedicated lobbies where we're just, just gonna fuck with the game for a nope, while. Nope, I did it to get my rank higher, and it worked. Because <laughs> I always had, like, a friends list of people that, like, was often just dedicated to just screwing around, as opposed to even having fun with it, uh, and as opposed to actually trying to <laughs> Your friends were on, like, the other moral compass. My friends yeah. were all on the other side. My friends were like, let's ruin this game meta. We were all playing custom matches and uh, and glitch matches and stuff. Uh, but no, what, what the problem is that they did this DLC for the first time, and the problem that this introduced is that there was content being added to the game from outside, and people were finding out how to modify that data. Yeah. And it led to a lot of problems. One problem is that you started seeing, uh, you started seeing aimbotters, and you also sometimes even people that would fly. Yeah. And so you'd go into Flying, a Flying, I remember, was a big problem. Yeah, you'd go into a map like uh, that one wizard or warlock was like the hexagonal tiny level. Yeah. And like... A guy would just be flying in the middle of the sky and just aimbotting and just like constantly getting kills anytime anyone walks out of their spawn point, basically. And it's like, oh boy. And I remember in containment, when I started playing containment, people would get in the rocket warthog, the one that fires the explosive rounds, and then just fly across the map like a banshee. And I'm like, that's not supposed <laughs> to happen. <laughs> Like that got fixed at some point because I stopped seeing it anymore. But that was a, yeah, that was a thing for um, a while. I remember they, they, they introduced hacks. That was like I think that was also the technically the first time Microsoft had to come to terms with the idea of banning people from Xbox Live. Yeah, because it was the first time where they had to be like you breached the code of conduct, which is like you altered yeah. a game, and I guess you altered a game that doesn't allow you to do it that it was a weird exciting time where so much stuff was happening for the first time yeah now everything's cold and bitter yeah everything's now everything's like we I, already I have been playing multiplayer games yeah anymore, I, like oh, that's what you had, to do. you had to do a standby back then because in halo 2 somebody was the host yeah and 
people would just press the standby button on like their router and then everyone would freeze and then he just run around and shoot everybody while they're like running into walls over and yep. over again and it's like fuck you yeah i bet you did that you're, oh you're totally the person oh, that does that shit God. i used to have that ruins uh, multiplayer games i used to have like a button i used to have a button uh, uh by my by my uh tv and if I, I i would if i was in a match that i was losing and the person was way better than me i would just go like and flip and then i could just run through and because i would always have i would always host because my, i always had the best internet usually in the town I would pay for the best internet. So I'd always be the host and I had the lowest ping, lowest latency, highest speed. Yep, standby. You're all screwed. Oh, God, man. I I think I got... not even a video game at that point. No, I got to the (laughs) highest rank in Halo 2 and I felt no remorse about cheating my way through. And it was worth it. Have you ever felt remorse? Yeah, but not about cheating in video games. If you're going to make... you forget to feed Shadow one day, is that the one thing that ever made you feel bad? Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) I mean, my, my thing with video games is, like, I feel no sympathy for breaking the game to my advantage because it's just a game. And if someone's going to be upset about it, then go... It's just a game. It is. It's not valid. It is a game. It's like, it's like you can't be upset in football if I just take the football and just f- use a helicopter and fly to the goal. It's like, that's your fault. You didn't buy a helicopter. You suck. You're doing that thing where you do, like, an, an analogy and the analogy's wrong, too. Yeah, but... <laughs> I, I just personally just to display how far gone you yeah, are. Yeah, it, it just all doesn't matter to me. But it was great being the highest <laughs> rank because people would, you know, that's that, that's the way people used to talk shit to you. Was like, oh, what's your rank going to Halo? Or like trying to, it's like I got top rank. What do you want? It's like, well, how, I think I remember hovering around thirty or something. Hovering at thirty, I think I think thirty was like the mile. I don't, I would always wobble around it, and I feel like I I think I feel like I would just barely get to it and then drop down again on a regular basis or something. Yeah, like I have I have early I have early multiplayer like things where like I, a number is in sort of burned into my brain as being the number I'd kind of get sometimes, but that fall under on a regular basis. I think it was level thirty in Halo, and I think in Dead or Alive it was an A. I was trying to get an A, and I'd always be a B plus, <laughs> and I'd, I'd just barely get to A like an A minus every now and then, then fall back to B plus again because I was just a B plus Dead or Alive player, and I played that game long ass time too yeah because that was my new halo when uh xbox 360 came out i was just having so much fun with that game i i don't think i've ever put that much commitment into another online multiplayer game besides then halo 2 yeah then halo 2 i've never well i guess i technically did put a lot of commitment into modern warfare 2 but i didn't enjoy it as much as i did with halo 2 when halo 2 came out i'm like think about this alternate alternate history timeline where we know each other since 2004 yeah that's seven more years jesus that's double i i didn't even that's weird to think about i don't think i went to school <laughs> um the, like you're just like hey halo's here i'm just skipping no this year. I, like i don't think i went to school the day it came out i think i just went to gamestop i was like i'm not gonna go why would i go to school school's not halo did you get a midnight release yeah I got the midnight release, and then and I it was just probably at this GameStop. Yeah. And I just went. We home. were both at the same midnight release for that game. <laughs> yeah, probably. Our midnight release history traces back to Halo 2's launch. I was. That's oh, it's yeah. weird to think about. Like, I was this, also there for Dead Space 2. This whole. I was also there for. Um, oh my god! For it, a lot this, of other. This is like Better Call Saul, where it's like prequels to, to uh, Breaking Bad, and like you'll see characters that don't know each other yet, but that but are important for each other's features in Breaking Bad, and the camera will just be like, "Here he is, camera pan." There's that other character, and, and they never, like, and they, they haven't met each other, but that's like us at like GameStop for the midnight release of Halo yeah. Two, like seven years before we start uh, our first YouTube channel. 
We could start a YouTube channel back then. No, we couldn't. It didn't exist. That's isn't that weird to think about? Yeah, YouTube just didn't exist in like 2004. Yes, children, we were born in a time with no YouTube. It was a dark day. We had to watch videos on the internet without typing in YouTube.com. It just went from not existing to existing, and then it just immediately got really used to it within like a year of it just being around. Is that not a weird thing to think about? The fact that people are born today and have been born for the past just be generous, say 10 years. Yeah. Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, the YouTube, Google. Uh, yeah, none of them are new. They they just been there forever. Yeah, like for their, in their lives, they woke up one day and were like, "I guess Twitter just exists, and it's always existed, and there's mm-hmm. always been a Twitter." And it's like, "No, there hasn't. It hasn't been. It used to be dark days." Like, <laughs> it's like it, you know, like when you think about what did you do back in middle school? I mean, I, mean, I you, get the kind of feeling just with like presidents, where it's like. I'll get, like, to voting age and then vote, like, once. And then, like, a decade will pass almost. Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, it's always been this president. I, we change them? <laughs> like, it's, change. like, some of these things stick around for so long that it feels weird to realize, like, oh, shit, yeah, that's... Those I, are your congressmen we don't change, Keith. Your presidents <laughs> do change on the daily. <laughs> and, they're, and they're secretly more powerful. <laughs> they're not secretly more powerful. They're just obnoxiously more powerful. <laughs> So anyway, about your Mountain Dew story. <laughs> so yeah, uh, for the Mountain Dew story, I basically... I think that was a worthwhile aside. <laughs> yeah, so for the Mountain Dew story, basically what happened was is that back in the day, I liked to play EverQuest. That's where Knackle, so Knackle came from. And so in order to sustain that, I would drink nothing but Mountain Dew, not eat food. Uh, I kept that repetition up for probably like a good year, two years. And then my body was finally like, hey, you know what's real cool? is not having stomachs anymore. And so my stomach lining started being deteriorated by the caffeine. And my doctor gave me the choice of saying you could either stop drinking Mountain Dew for a, pretty much the rest of your life was his recommendation. But that's not real. You can't not drink caffeine for the rest of your life. That's you in, can. Well, you can, but that's inhumane <laughs> to say. You can, but, though. Uh, he said it's like drink, having a peanut allergy. Like, yeah. People do just don't. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's better to die. So the so he told me I could either not drink Mountain Dew or not drink caffeine ever again or I can eat food, a lot of food, a lot of food before I drink caffeine. A lot of food. A lot, a of, food. lot of food. Do you do that gamble? Does uh, that happen every I've, now and then? I've tried that. I there's sometimes does it, have, does it work? It does work. Um it's I still like the problem though is I don't really understand the measurement requirements for that. Like when you drink a certain amount of coffee, how much of that is being just destroyed by food before I don't know either because sometimes mm. I'll drink half a cup of coffee and I've eaten a big meal, and I'm doing okay, and then I try to drink the other half, and I feel like I'm going to die. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess the food's gone now. My bad. I didn't know. I didn't know how to gauge this. What is this gamble? It sucks. It's like, it's like trying to... It's like you're putting... Uh, the best analogy I can think of is if you're trying to... Um, you're betting money on if you can get a scale to be perfectly even, but your eyes are blindfolded. And you're like, I... Th- think that's even and then you just did like what it's almost like how many marbles are in this jar yeah and then you bet you're like we meant that jar and you're like oh no <laughs> there was another jar <laughs> oh no but yeah so that so i have i have a picture of myself when i went to learn how to drive <clears throat> at driving school and i am sitting because they do like the group photos and the group photo i have two one liters of mountain dew with me just in each arm and it feels like anyone could have looked at you and be like, this person has a problem, and just no one stopped you. Oh, yeah. I think my parents used to think that a lot, but they were like, well, at least he's happy. 
No, make him stop killing himself. I mean, it was either that or actually killing myself. Like, so. what if your child was like four hundred like pounds overweight, and you're like, maybe, maybe the maybe this is a bit much for a fourteen year old. I think it was the opposite end, where it was like I was I wouldn't eat anything except like I wouldn't ingest oh, anything Jesus. but Mountain Dew. So the problem was that, like, because my parents just latched onto one thing that I would ingest, they were just like, well, he'll drink Mountain Dew. Let's just give him a lot of that. And then maybe it'll progress into food and he'll actually become a person again. And it didn't. It just made it worse. And then the doctor was like, you fucked him up somehow. I don't he was already <laughs> fucked up and now he's fucked up more. And he was like, oh, God. All right. <laughs> Which was not. God, that was the worst. God, what was that one? It was like the some sort of deity joke where they were like. Look what look what you did to him. You gave him anxiety. <laughs> I I just think back to being in like middle school and stuff, and like how your body just wants stupid shit. Your body just like you doesn't, just your body doesn't act you like it wants to be alive half the time. You demand stupid things. Like that's, I think that's pre puberty though, isn't it? I would wake I would wake up body. in the morning. I'd get four frozen waffles. And I'd put them all over a plate. I'd find like the stash of like. Well, first I'd spread butter over them. Then I would find the stash of like chocolate chips in the house and put those over the old, I like how there is stash the and not just a cookie. Yeah, because I, I was straight up just stealing them from like the like this is for like making cookies or yeah. something area. Like and then no one knew. There's just, just a baking them. ingredient. Yeah, yeah, I was just putting them, those on the butter waffles. Then I was microwaving them, and then I would just uh. co- then I'd cover that in syrup and just start chowing down on this weird mash of calories. And like I'd get home from school and I would take a tortilla and I would spread peanut butter on it. And then I would like sprinkle like powdered sugar over on it, and then I just roll that up, and I would just eat this peanut butter sugar tortilla, and like that would be my I got home from school food, and I'm like I don't I don't know. <laughs> I am so sorry for your body. Your poor body went through so much of abuse, and I was like, and I I did that for years, and the entire time I was like 150 pounds. Oh yeah, like I was because like, your metabolism just—I was ridiculous. just like the skeleton man. Well, the because entire time. your body does that weird Didn't thing, care. especially pre-puberty. Your body does that weird thing where it says, "Oh, good job." That didn't happen. Shush. I tried to slightly jostle the dog because they were snoring <laughs> near the camera. Near the camera, I'm like maybe stop that. But then the incredibly contrived uh, light setup started falling over and drooping. <laughs> Is the camera even working that yes. this is all for? That's why I want to make sure. It's funny because we got this light set up that makes the webcam look disastrous. Why are you clapping? Just to make sure. What? Just to make sure. What does just to make sure mean? Did you just stop it and restart it or something? No, What's going I just on? want to make sure that like everything's in sync. You're still. scaring me now. Well, stop it. I'm just scared because it's like I just want to make sure everything's in sync. It's staggering how much thing, how much better everything looks from the camera. That we have set up than the webcam behind us. Yeah. Not even just like the, the fact that we're not looking at the webcam, but also like it's just it's washed. It's, it's just completely... like all the all the all the colors are wrong and it's terrible and yeah. I don't know what's going on. This looks like it's somehow professional. This looks like you just op- you just open up a MacBook from nineteen ninety five. It's one of those things where it's like we need, a, we need a camcorder, but also like I need a VR set and I need like a three DS <laughs> and I need a three DS capture card and a better house and, <laughs> and a better house. <laughs> like, like there's so many fixes that are obvious. Yeah, but society a camera a camera is like the least important uh, on that, on that list, list. Probably yeah yeah. It's it's just it's ranking just above uh, Vita capture card. <laughs> For all those Vita games like Soul Sacrifice and uh, Soul Sacrifice. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> you could always use an emulator. <laughs> Is there a Vita emulator already? Yeah. There's a there's an emulator Something, for literally everything except sounds so for, annoying to try to play an emulator of a game that has like bullshit touchscreen controls or even multiple screens of touchscreens. Oh, does it like have touchscreen stuff? Uh, the Vita has touchscreen and rear touchscreen. Well, yeah, but does that game in particular yes. use touchscreen features? That is unfortunate. <laughs> I don't know how you would simulate that. I lost track of what we were talking about. We were talking about um bodies and how weird they are because they would just consume really dumb food because they're suicidal yeah until, I, until they're not it's weird because i took the opposite approach and i was okay as well so like you you would eat ridiculous pancakes and yeah like all that crap <laughs> and you were 150 i used to eat literally nothing and drink mountain dew and i was 150 and it was the, it was mostly the literal nothing part that fucked you as opposed to the mountain dew yes because uh around the same age max would just he was like a proto drug dealer, but for like monsters and rock stars. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm not even really exaggerating that much. Like, no, he would sell. I know, he, I know, because yeah. he would Cause sell. He was, like, yeah, he saw uh, him there. He would yeah. buy an entire entire cases on a daily basis and sell them for a profit on campus to people. Yeah. Which I'm not sure if it was a lot, probably not allowed by the school rules to begin with, but also is like worrying behavior for your son to be doing already in school. Like learning that already is like, oh, if I I can be well, I can be the distributor. No. um... Uh, CeeLo did that when he was in uh, middle school as well. He was yeah. they used to call him the Candyman uh, <laughs> because he would he would go on because his parents lived on base in the, the Air Force. Man. Yeah, his parents lived on base, so was, they, had, they had cheaper candy. So he would go and buy huge amounts of candy on base for super cheap, and, and then, then come back and sell them at uh, on the school ground. So people would call uh. him out. I would be walking with him. People call it Candyman. You got Kit Kat, and he would just be like, "Yep, two dollars." And it's like. What is happening right now? Am I part of a thing? Is this a gang? Is that gangs work? <laughs> is this gangs? Is this gangs? <laughs> ah, the chair Hello, new gangs. Who's this? Like, <laughs> but but like the point being that Max also uh, partook significantly in said products. Oh yeah, he would just be draining them, and like we would uh, we would always get together at our place because he didn't like going home, so he'd always go to our place and hang out with me and Eric, and we'd be playing like WoW or whatever. I feel or like Diablo. he just didn't want to go just home like because all he had day. too many cans of soda and he couldn't actually do anything at home. His like, whole room was just filled with soda. <laughs> we just like basically land all day, every day, just all the time. Yeah, and like he would just have stacks of energy drinks he was just burning through, and it's like I don't think anything happened to him. Or he's never mentioned. I mean, it. he's about as thin as I am. You bar, you are both skeleton people. Yeah, except you, you he's both, he's taller than me, you, from, which is I think. And then you, you learned the word for that from Plague of Gripes, because <laughs> <laughs> the literally the Plague of Gripes video came out and said like ectomorph or something, and yeah. then you said it the next day. I'm like, yeah. oh, somebody learned a word today. I did learn a word, <laughs> and I've never used it since. Because so, apparently, Plague of Gripes is right there with you. Yeah, in that body well, shape. Yeah, it's the. Uh, except I don't think I. Over time, I've learned that I'm definitely not that body shape. I'm just malnourished yay it's definitely, it's definitely not like my body chose a weird shape my body's like you just don't eat and you won't have a form you're supposed to, to eat food it's like i'm like the the, the first... food is what your body's made of yeah, so you like... eat more food <laughs> and then <laughs> and then you get more body but see you know here's the problem here's the thing that sucks about bodies is your body your body go puberty is the most important time of your entire life and not because you learn how boners work it's because <laughs> your body decides how it's going to be a body from then on so your body learns all the important functions like oh, no. okay this is what's you know this is how i'm going to do this this is what i need to do and this is my you know like it learns all the things it figures out okay how to body 
okay, these are things we can do. You learn, that's when you learn most of your allergies. Like a lot of people. I'm just aware of the fact that if on the webcam perspective, my camera, perf my web, my microphone perfectly blocks uh, your dog licking his own asshole while you're talking about puberty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, you know, your body learns like the, your limitations on stuff, your allergies, like things you can or can't eat. All that kind of stuff happens during puberty. My body learned starvation is how I survive. Oh, goody. And so my body's like, you can't have weight. You're not allowed because this is not how the body was built. So I'll, I can consume pizzas or cakes by myself and I just, it's gone. It's just all gone. And it's like, well, wh how much do I weigh after a gorge of a feast? Not what you My think. brother's the same way where he just like, he'll never gain weight ever. And he never stops eating. And it's weird because now he's like getting closer to 30. So it's like he's not in the age where that's normally still happening. Yeah. But like he'll he will just be like ordering like like he's an expensive ass fucking person to have on a sushi dinner. That's for sure. Oh, like just He'll just going. keep going. And I'm like, he'll have like <clears throat> a stack like the, you know, there's like a stack that people have. Like when it's like, oh, look at the stack we made between all of us. Like yeah. Cal would always make those photos of like his friends going to sushi and there'd be like eight of them. And they made a stack of plates. He would he'll just make his own stack. And I'm like fuck well i mean how are you small. eating so much food but like I, he's he'll eat like he seems to eat like five times a day and he, and it's always like more more than normal and i'm like how though but he has like six five yeah <laughs> i mean he probably his body requires more it's it's weird it's i don't the goku effect yeah i mean it truly is that is kind of like the idea the more active you are the more your body needs something because that's what it's been built to need then you are someone who eats more I mean, that, like, that's always one of the fun background details in Death Note is that supposedly the antagonist character is burning so much brain power trying to track down the main character that like that's the actual reason he's like obsessively eating sweets all the time is because for, he's just yeah. burning crazy calories with his mega brain is like an actual yeah. plot point. But they only say it like once and don't really expand on it too much, which is why the movie totally misses the point. It's an offhanded remark. Yeah. Yeah. The movie that the movie failed so hard at understanding even why he eats candy. There's like fuck it. There's just candy in all of his scenes. Whoa! Because yeah. they, they, I remember the scene. I think is like, uh, what's her face asks him about it. The yeah. Misaka. I think she's like, oh, do you like cakes? He's like, I don't like cakes. It's just the most efficient way to get sugar into my bloodstream, and the sugar re like replenishes yeah. me. And he was just like, and sweets do that. And he was like, that's why sugar replenishes me. Yeah, but you burn you burn a lot of calories sitting down. By the way. Sitting on your ass, you burn calories at a fair amount. Well, you burn calories existing. Well, yeah, but I'm saying you can you can burn a f good amount of calories just sitting, which is impressive, given that I, I I sit in a chair and I literally do nothing, and I'm still burning more calories than I consume a day, and it's frustrating. It's like <laughs> this is, I'm always in the negative, and I can't keep, I can't get into the positive at all, because it's like, Andrew, just eat more. I don't have your, whatever that thing your humans have in your belly that consumes food, I don't have that. And it, appetite like a stomach yeah it doesn't work it, my stomach does not exist like i can eat i can go i, I don't even have look i don't even have food to compare I, around here i never want to have kids i can eat like a kick i, I don't want to deal with the stress of like the number of ways your that your kid can like kill themselves or fuck up in so many different ways it's, it's like the idea like yeah by the way they can permanently damage themselves with their eating habits i'm like add that to the list of things to think that can happen great thanks for that <laughs> if it, i mean if it makes you feel better i'm just trying to make i'm like i'm just worried they'll stick like a like metal into a light socket or something <laughs> they're like no i'm just gonna eat the wrong food and then be ruined <laughs> i mean i think it's the given my entire family history i'm the only idiot that did it 
so like i think you're i think the 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 risk of having it happen is so low that it's worth taking it i mean we, oddly inspirational messages from Andrew I'm about just, having I, kids. I'm saying that it, <laughs> if, you're, if you're worried about not having kids because you're afraid <laughs> their their eating habits will fuck them up permanently, it's the least likely problem. Like that's the least likely thing that will happen because most people. Most I don't know if you know this, Keith, uh, but most people like eating. They enjoy. They, do like they enjoy living, and living is on the. You know, I even I even did an eating today. Yeah, and I'm gonna do one later. I did so much the eating. I didn't eat. They, they they added new breakfast sandwiches, a Jamba Juice. <laughs> what are they? Juice sandwiches? No, they've always well, they've always had food at Jamba Juice. Do they? You, you never you, you never go there. I went in there once to order like Jamba Juice, but it, I never actually looked at what their is menu. There, they don't put milk in most of their stuff, do they? So it's probably like one of the only no. one of those places that's actually safe for you. Um, yeah, they don't usually put milk on their Unless stuff. Unless you order like the chocolate one, which probably has milk in it. <laughs> no, it's the the thing I have to be careful about is vitamins. Vitamins? You don't want to get too many vitamins. No, they do that stupid shit where you're like, you want vitamin boost, or we're gonna put vitamin like you. I want to like. You I told say them no. Well, no, I told them one time I was like, I want an orange sherbet thing, and they're like, okay, and they gave it to me, and I drank it. I was like, oh god, I don't feel really well after a while. And did they do a caffeine boost? No, or something? My, my sister was like, oh, did you get the one that has like all the add ons attached? I was like, I don't. What does that mean? I just asked for an orange sherbet. She's like, oh, no, you can get there's two. Well, a sherbet ha would have milk in it, wouldn't it? Well, no, it's like that's the flavor. Oh. It's not actually orange sherbet. It's no, just like, it is. Is it? Yeah, that's what that's where you fucked up. Yeah, the I one... hate. I hate this. I hate. I just. So if you look the menu, well, the good thing the, the, what Java Juice is good at is that if you go at the menus, it actually lists the entire ingredient list of every one under each one. Is that new? No, that's been there since like like I went to I I used to go to Java Juice all the time in college and like it was just always there. I guess I just don't care. So like it shows red. the name <laughs> and like red or whatever, and then under that it's literally every fruit that's in it. Oh, and if and the sherbet ones literally say like no like sherbet ice cream is in the the blend. <laughs> Like that's one of the ingredients. I always get a strawberry surf rider. I don't know what that like means. <laughs> strawberries and orange and like lime and stuff. It's like it smells like it, it tastes like citrus and strawberry basically. Huh. And it's like that's the whole shake and it's I just tastes great. I but I don't know. It was at food though and they they uh they usually have like cheesy bread type things like a bunch of variations of those things. Okay. And then they have uh you can order flatbread pizzas, or you can order uh, hot sandwiches, and then, then they start adding, like, these hot sandwich breakfast things. I'm oh, like, this is convenient. So they're just becoming, like, Starbucks, but not but John, coffee? But shakes. Yeah. yeah. They're like a shake version. So it's the one I'll go to. Because <laughs> with Starbucks, I'm like, I have coffee. <laughs> I don't want... Coffee's not coffee. the hard part to get. It's the juice that's the hard part. I feel like whenever part. I order a special coffee, it's always like, it's got a billion calories, and it tastes like not coffee... But also somehow seems less effective than coffee, and I'm like, why did I bother then? That's all uh, I wanted was the it's caffeine. Probably because of all the other stuff waters it down. Yeah. Weirdly enough, it's surprising that if you don't just put coffee in something, but then if I'm just gonna order black coffee. I'm just going to get mine. Yeah, because there's already, no point paying four dollars yeah. for a cup of black coffee. It's like, I think it's like less than two dollars, but it is like, why am I going to a Starbucks for a black coffee? Yeah. So whenever I'm there, I'll order like a mocha or a latte or. Whatever weird gimmick thing they have right now, like I tried a peppermint thing. It was like a candy cane flavored coffee. Oh yeah, because I was it was literally on my way to Christmas when yeah, I when the I got holiday. 
and it's like sure why not but i'm like by whenever i finish it, i'm like why did i this isn't i don't feel any more awake i don't feel any <laughs> yeah like, normally you don't feel any better I, either I you're a coffee shop but it seems like you are just a jamba juice but with shittier like work like i'm pretty sure that whatever you're getting in a sugary starbucks is actually worse for you than the fruit blend you could just get at a jamba juice probably like the same price which yeah and the fruit blend is like a meal because like those smoothies are basically just actually um, food in yeah. the form of a drink shaped thing because it's a blender thing i mean i've never i guess that's like the weird thing too is i've never had to i've never needed to juice or never needed to like you know like i've never needed to have any supplements in I my just life like sweet stuff so for me like not it's good to go towards fruit yeah instead of like like i haven't been drinking soda for a while i understand that so it's, that, so it's yeah. nice to be all like oh like fruit drinks and stuff yeah like i i today i stay with me when i came here i brought uh i brought a black coffee cold like cold co black coffee can and i brought a uh, naked smoothie okay and I'm like that's what i got today because i'm not because it's they're not sodas or something yeah i mean that's i don't I justify it to myself it's probably full of shit but yeah <laughs> it tastes I... better actually it, they do. I drink a ton of water and maybe sometimes Gatorade, which does have sugar in it, but I usually yeah. use it as... It's got electrolytes. It's what plants crave. Yeah. <laughs> what plants crave, because I'm a plant person. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. It's the first thing I saw when I went... When I first went to Marty's house, it was the first thing I saw on his list of movies. It's just like idiocracy staring at me. I'm like, huh. Huh. It's okay. a movie a lot of people don't remember. No, except a lot of people really remember it. Yeah. Like, latch onto it. Like, that movie Evolution that has the smiley face with three eyes. Oh, yeah. Like, some people were like, I remember that movie. I'm going to tell, I'm going to find up reasons to bring it up, like Keith with Dark Crystal. <laughs> Let's do a question. Okay. It's been like a billion years. It has. How far in are we? That, well, that question lasted us an hour, didn't it? Uh, no. Lasted about probably like 40 minutes. Yeah. Arguably, the question lasted about three minutes. Yeah, and then we, we talked. To, we got diverged by everything related to it. Blah, blah, blah. What's the next question, Keith? Uh, Patrick Reed asks about how we prevent uh, uh, RSI, <laughs> like repeated stress injuries, like wrist problems from being on the computer all day. Because I'm sitting here with like my that. wrist in the worst position possible. Yeah, and you're like hanging it um, onto it from your other hand. Actually, I use so my... I have problems with my hands, wrists, arms, shoulders, and neck. It's a type of repetitive strain injury. Do you take precautions to in preventing this from happening to yourselves? Uh, do you have exercises? I use this. It's a nice little pad. Uh, you can buy them for... Actually, I think it's for dishes. Thing's supposed to have dishes on it. <laughs> it looks like it's not meant for the computer. No, it's not. Uh, I think it's supposed to be for putting like dishes on, but it's really comfy and it's actually really not uh, tough and it has the non slip grip. But uh, it's great because I put it right next to where my keyboard is and I lay my whole arm on it so my wrist gets on it. So it's on a soft surface, doesn't hit the the desk actually. So when I'm using the computer, I'm like that instead of on the thing. So it's nice. Uh, it keeps my elbows from rubbing against here. It just helps as for wrist exercises i don't know masturbating does that count i mean i don't really do anything I don't, at like, all you can for do any this, part I guess. of this like i've never had any wrist strain or pain or anything ever yeah i'll get i mean i'll get headaches every now and again from sitting for too long and i'll just kind of get up and walk around and then get back down and like, it's good the only hand pain i've ever really had is like i'd go on the atvs 
Oh. And you'd be holding the handles, and they're like. But the vibration your hands. is caught. Yeah. And then you have the thing where like you have the claw hand. Where you're like, I, I can't release it. Yeah. Like you're parked and you're stopped. And you're like, I can't. You have to like. Yeah. Let's get your hand off of it because you can't move your hand. Anymore. You have to. You have to do it like you have to not grip. You have to gently place your hand over, but you also have to like turn the. You have to rev it's, it up. It's weird. Yeah. It's dumb. Yeah. But it, from computer stuff and gaming stuff, like I've never felt anything. And it may be because I've been on computers and video games all my life anyway. So it's yeah. like maybe I'm just maybe it was that teenage shit where you just program it or whatever the hell Andrew's made up science stuff. It's not made up science. But uh, <laughs> so it, if you say it, I'm just going to assume it is for I, a good time. I tell you. Until somebody, until that's my idea. In and the, then I'll be like, I have this new idea. In <laughs> it's the like comments. My, it's, like, it's like my uh, my brother with music. I'd show him Rise Against. He's like, you'd like this band. He's like, yeah, get out of here. And then like. Two years later, he's like, can't stop listening to that album that he thinks he got himself. But I literally just left it in his room for two years. And he just, just suddenly gets really into Rise Against. And there was his favorite band. And it's like, it's because I gave you that. I, I gave you that. Do you don't remember? I, I have the receipt. <laughs> I mean. But like, I uh, I, have a, I have an adjustable height uh, desk. It's actually from my old roommate. The one that would rub tree sap on his body in the shower. Uh he had this really expensive standing desk that you can jam a crank into like it's a lug nut remover and you can like crank the whole desk to change its height and then pop the crank back out and go store it somewhere. So the the desk is whatever height you want it to be. So, so it's like the perfect height all the time, which is great. And I also switch back and forth between keyboard and mouse and controller all the time. And yeah. also like I, I, I'm not a streamer, so I don't force myself to sit there like Wanderbot and like record for like eight hours straight like he does sometimes. Like I just do whatever so i think there's lots of i think there's a lot of like state changes with me where i'm like i put my hands down or like i watch some youtube videos or i relax or i play games and like there's there's so many uh, there's no marathon stuff in my life really yeah like even in a even when i was doing uh, spreadsheets for eight hours a day i would like idle and do other things and like fidget and stuff i feel like that's kind of uh i mean not having a cigarette but like doing like if you go out like you just st uh, step away from your whatever you're doing for you know like five ten minutes just do something else yeah. your body kind of like it eases the stress a little bit like it, I, th I think of our marathon stream with the 12-hour extra life thing we did which yeah. check that out on the youtubes it exists and stuff i guess uh we would uh like we'd trading off who's playing and yeah. commentary and like we other person would be like sitting on the couch with their hands behind their head half the time or somebody go off for a smoke break or to go find food and like i don't know it's not i i, I don't know i haven't looked super heavy into how rsis happen necessarily yeah so i don't know exactly what i'm doing that does or doesn't help i just know that i've never had strain really, i think it's even just though i do it all day <laughs> i want to say it's something it's just, sometimes it happens uh like joe for instance has carpal tunnel no, he has he has carpal tunnel, but he I didn't know that he he got it from using a laptop and using it like this, basically like doing the like when you're using oh, it no. like that like kind of thing. Reaching down at them, yeah. That's another thing is like I specifically avoid all forms of video games that are uncomfortable. Yes, like people are like, why don't you like all these handheld franchises? I'm like, because like, they're not on video game consoles. Yeah, that like matter. Yeah. 
they're only on this thing that's irritating to use. Yeah. Cause it's, like, I, well, it's like the kids have that weird, do you, you know, the kids have that weird, um, they have like a weird pinky from yeah, pressing shit yeah. weird. Well, no, they, holding their phone yeah, something? they hold their phone on their pinky and it oh, like weird. starts growing it weird because they're holding it at a young age and their, their pinky's adapting to holding the phone. Cause these, whenever people talk phones, about this stuff, especially when they talk about tricks, so like if you double tap the bottom of the screen, it makes the screen slide down, like all these tricks people have. It makes me realize that I don't use the phone anyone else, the way anyone else does. Yeah. This is how I use my phone. Uh, yeah. Every single time. Yeah. It's always I hold it in my left hand and I touch it with the right hand. And it's perfectly comfortable and I don't have like a deformed snaggle finger. Yeah. I don't, and everything's fine. I mean, I just have like really long like tendrils like it's, basically so I can just hold the phone and be like. phone's got disastrously large at one point. Everyone's freaking out like I can't reach the screen anymore. My thumb's not long enough. Yeah. And I'm like. What? My only problem is that this will fit in my pocket. Yeah. Like, Pockets I, my, my I don't problem. Have reach problems. And if anything, bigger screen's better because I'm like, I can correctly hit the right things because there's always that frustration of like two menu options that are like right next to each other and you can't. Yep. You try like 17 times to hit the correct one and every single time it loads the other thing. You're like, stop it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hold my phone. I do the same thing. I hold it like in a claw formation. Yeah. But I don't need to rest it because I'm not trying to do a balancing no. act. I just hold it with a claw and I just. Do what I need yeah, to do. Yeah, just holding it full hand. Yeah. And it's like, it's vertically... It's perfect. It's table yeah. orientation, so it's not like it's going to fall out. That's another thing I do a lot. So no I, leave my, I leave my phone on the table. Yeah. So I leave my phone on the table, and then I'll just do what I need to do real quick. And because that, that way I keep my hand completely straight, and I don't have to worry about curving it to do that. Mm -hmm. I just, like, keep it completely straight. I don't know why people put the effort to try to do, like, a weird... I'm going to try to reach around the whole phone. I don't know. Like, it just make, takes me back to, like, when I... Like, I, I liked Kingdom Hearts 1 when I was a kid. Yeah. It's like, this is an alright game. Years later, I'm like, oh, let's try out one of these 3DS Kingdom Hearts. I'm like, this is pain. The, ca the, the, the 3DS is, like, 20 pixels tall, the entire screen. Like, everything's made of squares. It looks like Minecraft. And you're trying to... You're playing a third-person RPG where you can't control the camera because there's no right stick. Or anything like that, really. So it's yeah. just looking wherever it feels like. But it's also a tiny camera where your character's massive on it. So it's like way zoomed in compared to the other Kingdom Hearts. And also you're like holding a rectangle with like razor sharp edges on every direction. trying to pre And they're pressing these tiny fucking nub triggers that are like... I think they land somewhere around the first part of my finger. Yeah. The least pressable part is like where they land. In my adult hand, you hands. have to do like a claw, yeah, like and, this to which, get them. which sounds like pain too. Yeah, and the whole time, like your options are to lay down and hold it up with your arms, or to sit up and look down, craning your neck. Like, yeah, there's no relaxed position for playing a handheld console or I a mean, phone game. Even a DS, like I hate them. Like you, I, <laughs> I hate it. I just want all those games to be on video game consoles, which yeah. they have no excuse not to be. Like if you besides look, besides the fact they just don't put them on. Yeah, them. like, like look at that. That doesn't look. Looks like shit. Like comparatively to an Xbox controller. Like I didn't play. When you have like your hands I, never over played, the I never played Zero Escape all these years because they weren't putting them on PC. Yeah. And I'm like, why would I? I don't want to play a 3DS game for like 40 hours of visual novel or whatever the fuck. Like, by the way, this is such a good comparison of why like the Xbox One like, controller I, I, is I so nice. I think those consoles all contribute to RSI's. <laughs> they do, but I mean, you have to remember that like it's just the little things too. Like having your fingers like this where they're stationed. Yeah. Where, like, as you can see, versus a DS, where they're not stationed. They're... Ergonomic. They're, yeah. Question mark. Question mark. Same <laughs> with the... 360 360's the same way, though. Look at that. 
Like it's yeah, ergonomic. comfortable hand shaped controllers yeah. versus a rectangle. Versus a rectangle, and the problem is, is that every every fucking handheld is a rectangle. Yeah, Vita's also like that. Well, Vita's and an like oblong, way, which doesn't feel as good either because it's not contorted to your hand. It's still the awkward. And you like, like you like always hear me complain about like hand every, anytime I have to in, interact with a laptop. And I and I'll always complain whenever I interact with any laptop. Really, I'm like, oh, this is oh, because it's always worse in every way, basically. Yeah. But people are like, I always I usually get responses like like people being like baffled by my reactions, and it's like, oh, you're all just resigned to this, aren't you? A lot of people don't like, so have people have yeah. just resigned themselves to discomfort, and they don't even think about it anymore. And that's probably how you get like actual like physical you, damage you, when yeah. you just accept the discomfort and stick with it. That's probably that's usually probably how it works. Like I think I spent I I think I spent like two months without this pad, and my my every time I'd be done doing a let's play, my arm would just be numb. It would be like in really bad pain, and I couldn't do. It. And I was I finally just got to a point where I was like, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> I just don't want to be in that, so I just found a way to do it, and I found it in whatever yeah. method possible, and started out with just a pillow. Yeah, like, my, I'm not my, pay my brother used to show off like the weird nightmare dark lines across his wrists that he'd have after a land, and I'm like, why didn't you not do that? Yeah, why didn't you avoid that? Because he'd be like hanging his hands down off like the table. Yeah, which my I my table's straight ahead from me. It's my my chair's adjustable. My uh, my desk is adjustable, which. It's like a cool, elegant design. It's like once you make a, te- a desk that simple, it's really good for adjustability. Like I used to have a really shitty like homework desk that had like a bunch of drawers and shelves and layers yeah. and shit. And it would like when we tried moving it from house to house, it like started falling apart. And then once I moved it again, it basically just gave up. Like all, all the particle board and all the connections just you could there were like all the screws were stripped and, and like, then that, it, it died. Was, like, it was being held together by hopes. Yeah, by uh, hopes. But the new desk I have is hopes and just, frugality. It's just a flat slab. Yep, on two legs, and that's on all two it legs. Is. It has on the left and right. It has centered legs, and on the bottom of those legs, it has like a long flat. Thing, oh, okay, like a restaurant table. Yeah, uh, where they just with the ones. Well, the ones that care about whether or not you're constantly hitting your legs on them. <laughs> uh, so basically, all the chains. The uh, so it's like it's like that where it's just two legs. They're always out of the way, and there's nothing. Like, it's just a slab that's adjustable height. Yeah. And that's it. I'm like, this is all you need. This is all you actually need. Well, some people you like... Just, you can just put shit all over the place. Some and people like fancy stuff. What's great is that since there's no, un, no nothing under it, no backboard and nothing going on, you can just thoughtlessly change the height whenever you want. And all that matters is whether or not your like, monitors have cables that are long enough, which they should because it's right there. Yeah. So, like, really, it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This whole, this whole complicated thing I work on all day, because it's all just cables... Adjusting its height affects nothing, and it just yeah. seamlessly happens. I'm like, this is cool. This is like it, the first time you do it, you're like, I, I didn't. This didn't seem possible, but it's possible. I'm like, all right, I didn't have to take it all off. Or anything. Yeah, it's it is nice to be able to just change. Because the first fear you have is like, I'm gonna have to clear this entire table in order to like change its height or something. Yeah, surely something will happen, but no. Nothing, they, and they fine. have those fancier ones that you could do with a button. You're just like boop boop, and it's like automatically. Yeah. I, nah, I just but, got a hand crank. Which is fine. It like, the... I see people doing that. It's like, how often do you change your damn desk every that's day? A, yeah, it's a lot like, of... That, that has to draw power or something and like be plugged in or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like, like... It makes no sense yeah. to be changing your desk that often. What are you doing? Like, you're sitting there and working. You're like, okay, now it's noon. Up desk. And it's like... It's like, yeah. okay, now it's time to transform into a businessman. There's just a little connection point under the desk uh, that sticks out towards the front. So it's in the yeah. direction that you'd want it to be anyway. 
and you just slide the thing in and you just and you just you just crank it and it <laughs> very slowly changes height very smoothly yeah and then you're like all right that's good and then you go put it away again you just then, go back to life yeah yep it's, it's a good desk it's nice so basically I no idea where it came from i can't send you a link i don't even know how expensive it is it fell it fell into my life yeah because my my old roommate just left and then all of his a lot of his shit just stayed there and some of it's expensive <laughs> like and we just have it uh he was like a programmer guy that like didn't get along with people and did weird habits of like yeah like the tree sap in the shower and stuff and like all these weird natural remedy irritating things and like 500 things of like tea that were in like tubs and stuff like that and like he was such a frequent buyer that he got sent like souvenirs by them and stuff like that like all these weird things and uh yeah like he had a he would and one one thing in particular he had a whole freezer in the garage just for storing all of his bison meat button button <laughs> he would just order bison meat bison all the time meat? and he would cook up his bison meat and he had like a set of really expensive knives and he had this the, the nice desk and all these other things and the, but i i always got the sense like he was just one of those people who, like he was like really good at whatever his job was his programming job and so he made money but like he never figured out how to like adult at all mm. so he's just like just doing his work and slash watching stuff and playing video games or whatever than doing his work and that's it and that's all he does and he just loops so when he got a new job and he was moving and and stuff like that he just put some stuff in his car and then just left like his movie collection stayed here his desk stayed here his his really expensive knives stayed here maybe he doesn't need bison meat cutting he doesn't need any material possessions it was he's one with earth man it was an experience He's like, there's no room for the stuff in my car. I'm like, you mean a, a you? knife block? <laughs> How did you not have room for an expensive ah, knife ah. block in your car? I understand the giant desk that I'm thankfully just going to take now. I understand the bison meat, which probably would go bad on the yeah, right. But he the... left it there, and I'm like, that was this feels weird. Well, you could <laughs> eat. That's free bison meat. Mystery bison meat. Does anyone know what to do with this? Did uh, you just cook it like regular meat? The knife block. I'm like, you could you get a box. And then you're done packing. Like, that's the whole process. You put it in a box. And then you just put it anywhere. It's probably more expensive than something you put in your car. Yeah. Having roommates has been a trip. Having people, other strangers in your life is always a trip. That that are just there all the time? Yeah. Like, one room away? And they're like, this is... You think about the fact that, like, cohabitation like that is an impressive feat for humans. The worst part is sharing a bathroom with weird people yeah uh, both because they everyone everyone's bathroom habits are always wrong comparatively but, to yours and there's yeah. also the thing where you feel less interested in cleaning a bathroom when you know that it's partially other people's filth and so it's like uh uh not yeah like i'd be like i used to clean my bathroom and now i'm like uh, now that it's sharing with other people like it's so much harder to get myself to do it because it's like this is grosser now yeah i don't like this it is kind of weird um but yeah. i I don't know. I think that's just the unfortunate parts of living in a society. We gotta fix that sometime. Yeah. This whole society thing. Yeah. Toss <laughs> shadow. Speaking of society, this is a terrible segue. We watched movie show. What? Devil Man Crybaby. There we oh, go. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> watched what? some of that. I was like, what are you this podcast. I was like, are you talking about Black Mirror or are you talking about Devil Man? We also watched Black Mirror also. Uh, Devilman Crybaby, what? Like it's so it's an anime that's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. 
and it's it's like produced by Netflix, but I think it's another adaptation. I don't think it's produced, well, oh yeah, it's older, produced by Netflix. Yeah, it's an older. It's an older. It's like a new new version, like new adaptation of like an older uh, manga or anime that already existed, right? Yes. It's like there's already an older Devil Man. I've seen like a clip of it before, and it's like. They looked like old graphics, like... Uh, it's Astro Boy era. Yeah, Astro Boy and Speed Racer yeah. looking like visuals where it's massively it's, different. It's back in like the I'm 60s. guessing the tone was probably pretty different in a lot of ways. Yes. And um, so, it's the, so it's like weird. It's weirdly... It's so weird because it's we're watching this anime and it feels like it's a midpoint between like Ultimate Helsing and Astro Boy. Yeah. Where it's like... There's like the... Like the... the and also some fully coolie, weirdly enough, because like it's got that hyper, it's got that hyper saturated, like cartoonish, like not quite anime trope, like not lockstep with anime trope, like art style. Yeah, that's like really eye catching and pops, and like it's I love it when an anime looks like that. So like that's where I get, that's the the tiny piece of fully coolie like, is just entirely visual. Yeah, it kind but of then, Space Dandy is another one that does the same kind of thing. But then the hyper violence of like Helsing, like Ultimate Helsing, where just like people are just being literally like ripped into pieces on yeah. screen but simultaneously it's got the tone and the story of like an astro boy era anime so it's like people like oh, i'm devil boy and yeah. like, like, making these weird declarations while gonna fight people and so i'm like what the fuck is it it's been the most wildly entertaining thing that i don't know what to feel about otherwise besides the fact that i'm consistently entertained by it i think i think with devil man uh I've I've only seen what half of it so You've far. You've seen four out of ten episodes. I've seen six. Yeah, so and six is a turning point. I imagine like, so. The first half is kind of like monster of the week for a bit, and the second, and then the once you hit episode six, it's like now we have here's a story. the here's yeah here's the paradigm shift yeah. for the entire season. Yeah, I, Devil Man's one of those series that I think um, I think their only fault is. The like I think their only fault is trying to keep things remnant of the old Devil Man. It's weird, right? When it feels because, like you're like they're blatantly doing something because it's from the old one. Yes, in some way. like I mean, there's literally a scene where he talks to one of the devils as if he knows who that is. Like the gelatin guy is like, I know. It's like you yeah. should have known better, gelatin. I mean, I'm like, uh, excuse me, hold on. I just arrived. It is currently 2018. I did not watch Devil Man back in the 50s. Who's gelatin? They also they also like, pull that weird trick. They pull the weird trick where they make the old Devil Man canon in the new Devil Man. Uh, no, they made the old Devil Man a show. a show, but also maybe also canon because like he maybe. seems to be name checking characters from the old show yeah. at times. But also like yeah, like like oh, I saw Devil Man when I was growing up is like a lion you'll see, and like in in episode two, the little boy that the main character lives with goes on the computer and he loads up the, the theme, theme song, song for the original Devil Man like on YouTube, and I'm like, yeah. what is happening right now? Yeah, they, like there's an offhand comment where it's like Devil Man isn't wasn't that on TV yeah. all, like a couple of years or like back in the day it's, or something? It is. Like, it's been the weirdest ride. It's I, but everything else is great about it. Like yeah. that's the thing that's tough about it because like I when I look at it from the setup's great, the art's fantastic, the yeah. sound design on a regular basis, like all this fuck, like all the, the all those great moments of like synthwave playing while a motorcycle's going down yeah. the freeway. You're like, yeah, <laughs> it's it's just the I kind of wish the beginning section of the series had a little bit a little bit more uh thought put into the plot. I wish there was a little bit. It doesn't have to be. 
doesn't have to be like this over important story or you know anything like that it's, you can it's keep, very much like a monster happens each yeah episode. You, can, you can do the monster of the week mm-hmm. that's not the problem i have the problem i have is like it's so jarring how they do it like literally there's a scene there's a scene where what is it with the in the first episode the scene where like after uh one of the one of the guys gets injured uh like the friend of the main character gets injured and the main character um is like thinking about it and then he goes to visit him and he just goes to visit him yeah and it doesn't explain how that happened i was like sitting there like wait do you know where he is and then he just shows up he's like well thanks for showing up and i was like well, wait well, no. the, the reveal that is that i think he was in a I think he was in, like, a rich person hospital or something. He was in a, so like... like, this doesn't yeah. look like a hospital at all, but it was, like, a massive area. Yeah. Like, his normal living spaces somehow. It's like... A, it, but he was in a hospital, but I didn't know that he went to a hospital. Mm-hmm. Me, the audience member, had no idea what's... Ha- like, all the characters know way more about what's going on than I know. And that's kind of confusing, because even the main character who is theoretically even less well, in the know in is in the know case because it's the we're talking about the transition from episode one to two yeah the main character doesn't know what's going on but he knows that he, he knew that bit but like but like it, but there's other parts you like know the emissions of information sort of match with his emissions of information because he also doesn't know what's going on yeah like one of the big things is like is that the 9s straight up says like yeah, you saved everyone. And it's like, that's not what I saw last episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's straight up lying to him, which, by the way, it's a real trip watching this. Uh, you were you recognizing voices in the Japanese version. Yes. I was watching it in English because I'm that person. And but whatever's easiest. Which I also played Nier Automata in English. And the guy that played 9S, a character. because So in Nier Automata, there's androids versus robots, essentially, or machines, or whatever they call them, which is like, if you're confused about what the hell the line between those two is, uh, that's kind of the story. But okay. yeah, but like, there's there's these there's these androids that think there's, that they're more like humans, and they're versus like what they think are like soulless robots, basically. Okay. And in that, the, the secondary character next to the main character that's like the hero one you're playing as in the game is this like, short-haired blonde boy that talks that that will always reinforce they don't have feelings anyway they're soulless anyway and stuff like that it's okay to kill them and like they're not they're like they, they can't think they're just machines and stuff like yeah that. and throughout all of devil man crybaby is this secondary short-haired blonde guy played by the same voice actor wait really yes <laughs> doing saying the same things about the demons i'm like this is fucking with me like yeah it's the That's... voice actor that plays 9s near automata is playing the same character almost in Devilman Crybaby. I'm yeah. Like, this is a trip. He looks like the character. He sounds like the character. He's saying the same thing where he keeps re- telling the main character not to feel about the things they're killing. And that's like, that That's that sounds that sounds intentional. That's, that <laughs> that is seems kind like of, something you do on purpose. Yeah, that seems weird. Uh, just, just like how the ones like cut to silence moment that happens in, that I've seen so far in the season sounds like they saw, it, it feels like they saw uh last jedi and we're like let's add, let's add th- that in the last second it's a fun little silence trick let's just slip that in there real quick because that worked really well <laughs> yeah i mean it's everything else about devil man is really fun um it's i guess some people were i kept seeing people were put off by the sexual stuff they oh were yeah like, by the, yeah good we should mention the warning in general about the show oh yeah warning devil man is not a children friendly yeah animu. it you is might have forgot uh, anime could be that Anime is free to be as graphic and violent or pornographic as yeah. it wants to be. But the and more it homogenizes on the popular networks, the more it kind of has been like losing edges yeah. a lot of the time. And this one feels like a 90s anime when it was like 
back when a guy would grab someone's skull and break it and stuff yeah. like that. Like that kind of shit's this, happening. This feels like old school, uh, old school nineties. We don't care about the FCC. Original Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, like shocking moments of shocking violence will be included in this show type anime. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's scenes where people go from. I think there's literally a scene of a guy having sex with a girl and the vagina just eats him. Um. <laughs> And it grows like mandibles yeah, it, attacks him yeah. because she becomes a demon. Yeah. And he just and splits in half. Like, yeah, the I think the first instance of witnessing demons is literally some girl's tits becoming demons. A lot of like, scenes, they fly off of oh, her yeah. and then they, like, grow mouths and start eating Complete people. insane and, visuals of, like... Yeah, and it's... But it's great. Okay. It's so well animated. It sounds amazing. Yeah. Everyone's putting their 100% in. It's just... Be careful. Like, this is not something you watch. Yeah, this is not... Like, you don't I'm watch... I'm just imagining, like, as a kid... My, to, like, my mom thought all cartoons and video games were for kids, period. Yes. So I played a lot of mature-rated games, and I play, and I watched, like, anime that wasn't quite for my age and stuff like that when I was, like, seven. I was watching, like, Tenchu and shit like that. And, uh, or Tenchi. And I was just thinking of, like, what if I had encountered Devilman Crybaby as, like, an eight-year-old? <laughs> like, the fucking weird-ass... Sh- this, this blows out of the water all the stuff that I ever saw as a kid... Because my parents weren't paying attention. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely one of those that... Uh, I mean, it does say... It, Netflix isn't bad about it either. They no. clearly label it as TVMA. It's, so you know that this ain't... You know, It's very much like this is a Netflix show. Yeah. Like, yeah, we get away with some of stuff. It and, gets away with stuff that I didn't know they did on Netflix even. Like... I guess I'm, I'm, there's multiple things where I'm like, is it okay because it's a cartoon? What? Because it like shows know. boobs? And, uh, the boobs I'm I'm used to... But, like, you, in the intro, like, theme song, you see, like, a bird monster with, like, boobs on its on its hips that has, like, a snake coming out of its vagina. And I'm like, that's fully drawn. And I'm like, is it okay because it's a cartoon? Oh, so yeah. Like, I, I think that Netflix draws the line at a thing being in a vagina on camera, probably. At least <laughs> I've never seen that in a Netflix show. So I'm like... I mean, they they do have. I think didn't Netflix for a while have what's that one movie called uh, with Willem Dafoe in it? Antichrist. Antichrist. Yeah, I think I think I'm pretty sure Netflix had that. Someone I remember someone streamed the the scene that's specifically known for Willem Dafoe at some point having like a prosthetic penis or something that people would go on about. It's like that whole no. There was two prosthetic uh, genitals. Uh, The woman and oh yeah, I did. I didn't get to finish it. Um, <laughs> you didn't I, get to finish it, or was it your choice or someone else's choice? It was definitely my choice. Oh, to not so finish. You, so you, you intentionally didn't finish. I it. didn't get to finish it because my body could not finish it. So oh, you like re- reacted? Yeah. You, so you were so struck by the visuals of something you couldn't continue. There was literally genitalia mutilation, and it was oh. not. It was not like oh look, we just kind of did a thing. No, it was like oh someone like someone spent a master's degree in getting you know genital molding down to a science. And then decided to fucking destroy genitals. That's cool. It, it is It is worth mentioning that Devilman Crybaby is, like, not... It's not, well, it's, it's not, like... It's never, like, disturbing no. visuals. It's always, it's, it's like, al- ecstasy visuals. It's like someone's on it's, super it, drugs yeah, and, wa- and you're like, what? Hype, it's, like, hyper-stylized violence that's, like, yeah. over the top. But, yes, that, oh, yeah, that just happened. So, it, the primary outcome is, like... Uh, a good example is, if you've ever seen the anime Ping Pong Animation, FLCL, Space Dandy or um or like the action scenes in one punch man 
all of them are kind of like that where it's that weird kind of fluid bubbly it reminds style. me of like if you're watching if you're reading like uzumaki and your reaction is to laugh yeah because some of the scenes are so bizarre that like you're either you're gonna be like this is so macabre that it's like horrifying or you're gonna be like what the fuck yeah. it's like a reasonable response uh the laughing version is the normal response to almost everything that happens in devil man <laughs> like on a regular yeah, basis like what the fuck yeah there's a what? lot of that's happening now okay there's a lot of stuff in devil man that i just like it's just i'll just accept this i guess but i will not accept it without laughing like it is I, hilarious all i can say is that it's just it's just so wildly memorable and entertaining. It's, like a scene, it's just such a trip. It's like a scene he like looks up and there's just cum on the wall everywhere. <laughs> and it's, it's like and, and his best reactions after a second. Like, yeah, his, like, yeah his, he just plugs his yeah, nose. Yeah, he plugs his nose if it smells bad. It is like, oh. Uh, that was the exact moment where I'm like, oh, this show's funny on purpose. Okay. Yeah. Because I saw that and I was like, I'm not entirely sure if the show's funny on purpose or if it's trying to be grim dark, but it's too stylized it's, it's, yeah. and wacky it's not understanding its own because like, like it's got hyper gore all over the place and like and like sex death scenes and crazy shit happening yeah but then people will be like kaiju monsters yelling at each other and then massively goring kaiju monsters like yeah. oh look at the funny kaiju monster he's kind of shaped like a heart oh he's ripped in half and his yeah. spine's coming out i'm like it's like Mortal Kombat crossed with Happy Tree Friends sometimes of like level weird level like levels of like yeah that come from the, I think, the funny thing that's on the camera sometimes. I think that's the point. I think the point was the old Devil Man wasn't gratuitous like that. Yeah, Devil Man was just like a da -da -da -da, save the day, Devil Man kind of thing. But they were like, you know what would be really cool is if it was devil man but mature but yeah. don't forget the fact that it was at one time a child show so, so they keep like the same thing with a kaiju thing they're like oh, i'm not what are you gonna do devil man you can't stop me but then it's just like and i murder you violently and it's like what what, okay. comes, to, what comes to mind is you ever see the movie super i think i have it's like it's like that awkward guy with the split hair from the office and then like Ellen Page, and they're like, "We're gonna be real life superheroes and stuff." Oh like, yeah, yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, show yeah, yeah, feels yeah. like that, in that it's like, it's like a weird, it's like a dark, it's like a dark comedy subversion of what a thing you're supposed to take unironically as being a good thing. Yeah, like superheroes, like da 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 da, Superman theme. He's gonna save the day. He's gonna redirect that meteor and all that, all that like old timey like fun that was in it, crossed with like, like like super took that and then it was like. You're cutting in line. You're not supposed to cut in line. And then he hits a guy in the forehead with a wrench and he just starts bleeding everywhere. And it's just like, and then you just have to leave because like this, this is escalated. It's like people are horrified and like no, nothing's like, what have you done? Like, nothing, yeah. like, like that kind of subversion. This feels like that subversion of like, yeah, like 50s anime hero thing where like a kaiju, I, I'm going to turn into a kaiju to fight the kaiju and we're going to. I'm going to declare my name out loud in every fight, yeah. and, but then I'm going to rip you in half and it, your it, spine's going to fall on the floor. Yeah, it's, it's like, got Jesus. It's got that like ridiculousness from seven, like from 50s and 60s superheroes, but then it's mixed in with like really um like really ridiculous visuals and uh animation oh, and yeah. stuff like that. And just I think it's just it, a ride. It yeah, it's just a ride and I think uh, the people, I feel like the people who were upset because I th guess they were hoping for more yeah, of a more genuine Devil Man kind of like they wanted Devil Man to be promoted kind of yeah. thing. Like, go back to Devil Man, it's really good. And then they got this weird well, macabre. And I guess those people are Devil Man crybabies. Yeah, they they are uh, very Devil Man crybabies. Uh, and I I think they're wrong. I think this is I think it's neat. This is the best it's thing. Neat. This is like the part about art that's interesting. Is that this you is can what I want anime to be. 
not specifically well, this yeah, all the time, but, but like, I just do something. Yeah, damn do something. It. Yeah, just want to shake it and slap it across the face <laughs> and be like, "Fucking wake up! Stop just making the fucking same show about the same five girls that have the same five personalities that are all cute in school." Like, God damn it! I mean, it's, do something. You do what makes money, Keith. You used to do things. You used to do things. <laughs> you, to do things. you talk to anime like it's a deadbeat now. I also appreciate its story structure in that. Even when it's doing Monster of the Week, it does something that usually doesn't happen even in, like, hour-long American shows, which is that everything's set up in advance. Yeah. And not within that show, not even within that episode specifically, but, like, you you realize once you're going through the whole Monster of the, the... Once you're, like, five episodes or six episodes in and you've done, like, all the different... What, what I think might be all of the Monster of the Week episodes because it looks like something's going to happen next that's going to sort of change the show... Uh, Every single time you realize, oh, this is a character or a scenario we've been introduced to for, like, the last four episodes. Like, it's been sprinkled throughout the entire show up until now, and now it's the focus of this show. Yeah. But it's not like, here's the, like, it's not like you open an episode of CSI and, like, oh, a jogger's in the park. Oh, no, they're going to get killed. And, like, it's all self-contained within that episode. Yeah. It's like, no, that's a character you've learned the goals of or personality of over, like, three different episodes. And you've seen them deal with things. And yeah. I mean, I feel like there's a lot. This it, it does a lot of Devilman does a lot of stuff in the background. Yeah, but with it's like doing stuff, but it has it doesn't it not, it's not you, that it doesn't want you, you to just notice don't fully it. Realize it's important but, at first. Yeah, but it, it like it does it openly, but it also does it in a way that doesn't draw attention to itself, mm -hmm. and it doesn't fe it do it doesn't try to make you aware of it either. Yeah, so it doesn't it doesn't want you to be aware, but it's also not trying to hide it. It's like yeah, there's stuff going on, but you're so busy with like what is happening right now that you don't even like just. Right there in front of you, there's something happening. You would have put blinders on to the... It's, it's a real trip. Because, like, I, there's a couple of theories I have. Because I was like, the first thing that hit my mind was the first time you're introduced to the secretary, it's like you just see her down her shirt, basically, yeah. for her delivering food. The second time you see her, I was her like... face? I was like, I think you're literally a demon. And I was like, <laughs> I don't think... Is anybody going to talk about that? And then she... No one ever talks no about it. No one ever talks about it. And, and then it just moves on. And it's like th th it's things like that where I'm like I see characters I'm like wait there's something not right here and the, then it's the, the show keeps raising new things and the, the show just carries it, on it feels like it's it feels contained like it has a plan for where it's going and everything but unfortunately I can't confirm whether or not this season has any definitive like good like conclusive because I we haven't seen it I didn't yeah, I didn't, yeah we haven't we I both didn't, haven't seen it. it my plan was to watch six episodes last night then wake up this morning and watch four episodes and finish it and then yeah. come here. And then I just spontaneously decided to sleep for three hours longer than normal in a way that, like, like I don't set an alarm because one of the benefits of my job is I could just make my own schedule, which is probably what you do, too, yeah. because we both have different those kinds of jobs where that kind of works. But usually I pretty reliably wake up in, like, like I don't know, like seven hours. Yeah, that's uh, how like I usually Maybe if I too. really push it, wow, I made it to eight this time, but I was, like, fucking gung-ho like eight, ten and a half hours of sleep i'm like fuck i gotta get i gotta leave like i woke up and I, and I saw the time like i gotta leave now to get here or today won't happen yeah <laughs> so i haven't finished but, it but and i mean that's i want the, to though that's i want to well you'll get to one day <laughs> that's the yeah there's some good stuff out there and uh, on netflix too like i've been i've been i keep finding cool stuff on netflix like i saw uh i don't feel at home in this world anymore which has a obnoxiously long weird-ass title and it's uh, it's from the producer of Green Room, that one where Patrick Stewart is like yeah. a KKK leader, basically. Yeah. And he's going to kill the shit out of that little girl from Arrested Development and and uh, Anton Yelchin, which is also like a cool thing of like, oh, look, the two different Star Trek actors are in a thing together. And then he died. Whoops. 
because he died forever. The actor did. Yeah. Whoops. Uh, so it's the guy that made that, and he seems to be making like a Coen Brothers style movie where it's like a bunch of characters with specific personalities and like goals, and they all just enter a scenario together where they're all going to clash, and that's just like the scenario, like a Fargo or something. Okay. And it's just like a really good self-contained like 90 minute, two hour movie. I don't remember how long it was exactly. And it's just like, this is just on Netflix. It was, it's by, it's funded by Netflix. This is just, those are just there now. Like cool, weird, self-contained projects that like somebody just made a good thing. It didn't have to go to theaters or anything. It just exists. Didn't have to go to theaters or anything. It's like, yeah. Didn't have to go to that pretentious level of and then And then because I had a weirdly similar title, I had to just go from, uh, from I don't feel at home in this world anymore to the end of the fucking world, which is also a Netflix series. (laughs) Okay. Made by Netflix, but it's a it's a British show where there's this one girl in high school that's uh, like later in high school who's just like just a furious little bastard. Like she is just awful to everybody all the time, and she knows how to just like irritate people and put everyone off, and she like enjoys doing it and stuff. And then she like couples off with this one guy, and they're just they're, like she hates her home situation, and they're just gonna run away from home and go on this road trip and just fuck off with no plan or anything okay and but the guy is the character you started the show with from his perspective and so you know that he thinks he's a social he's you think he's he thinks he's a psychopath he never feels anything he never knows anything and he's like he's been killing animal he's been killing animals in the woods and shit like that and he's like and he's just playing he's been he, and he literally was, was look was looking at her in the lunchroom in the first place because she's like He's like planning. He was like sizing her up. He's like, will he? Will he? Will she be the first one I kill? <laughs> like, so like that's that's the first episode set up for a show. I'm like, yeah, I want to see where the fuck this goes. It's pretty good. That's like that's a fun idea. That's pretty fun. She's just running around creating scenes and in, in restaurants and being a miserable, horrible person all the time. While like this guy is just like planning on murdering her and like fantasizing about murdering her in every scene. You'll have like a like a, a horror sound like smash cut to like her being dead of like, but it's like the him is imagined of like what he like whether or not he could get away with it in this scenario and stuff like that. It's like these are great. So it's like numbers mixed with there's, murder. There's so some sitting there like doing the math. Like can I can I kill her without getting caught? There's like, some fun weird shit on Netflix right now. Uh, yeah, I'd recommend checking out Devil Man uh, at the end of the fucking world, and I don't feel at home in, in this world anymore. I'd recommend Devil Man because I've never seen the other two. He's never seen those two, but maybe he maybe he'll try that show. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. If I got he, time, he doesn't got... like the humans in live actions. They're not, not like... they're not 2D girls. Yeah, they're not 2D. He has to... <laughs> they have 2... to be 2D. 2D is bestie. I have but... no idea how long this is. Uh, now we're 42. Hey, we probably... could fit it. We could probably fit a question in, right? Yeah. Yeah. I can't see any of the timers in this room from here. Sorry. No, it's not. It's fine. I just have to ask. We haven't, we haven't gone through like last time's questions yet. What, you think I have these prepped? Yeah. Because I don't. They're right there. On <laughs> Literally the just going through them They're in, in order. Gmail. Just come yeah. on. Let's see. It's a question from Maddie J. Hey, Andrew and Keith. I just wanted to ask, what made you decide to do YouTube of all things? And what were Andrew's previous jobs? Since you know Keith was a geologist. I couldn't. Uh, Greetings from South Africa. Excuse me, what? <laughs> there was just like an outro. That's not my continent. How did you get here? <laughs> That's a very far we away. That's both, like that's like the furthest, I think. Didn't we both work at Best Buy? Uh, I built it. You then worked in it afterward. Yeah. Mm. So we're, just, we're probably just going to finish this podcast talking about Best Buy, aren't we? Uh, well, yeah, you have any other jobs you want to talk about before? Um, I've done a lot of jobs. Uh, before I've because I've been a weird, I don't know, like a job hopper, I guess. 
I I think my first job, yeah, I ever worked was Best Buy, uh, which I think was that was my of, first time getting hired. Yeah, I think that was both of our first jobs. Yeah, like in the actual like someone someone came by and was give me your social security number and it an wasn't interview. your parent. Yeah, because like, <laughs> I, work, I worked for my dad at an upholstery shop. Yeah, and for I worked, like years and years. And before I worked for my after. mom with uh, she did real estate stuff, so I worked with her doing data entry. So, like, you know, both times, like, yeah, they just pay you money or whatever, and everything's okay. But this is the first time someone showed up was like, you now are yeah. owned by the state. Like, no one <laughs> asks questions because you're being paid by someone that you live with. And yeah. it's like, technically, you're not a person yet or whatever, even though you're an adult some, in some of these timelines. But, <laughs> timelines. yeah, so Best Buy was both of our first jobs. Uh, I, w I worked there when it was first being opened up, and I was fired before the new round of people got uh, brought in, which was you and your group. So It's a miserable, horrible job. It I could, hate it. It could be better if they just understood that time is a constant Ugh. and it's okay to plan ahead. It's okay to I, like make a schedule. I hate Best Buy so much. Yeah. Just so have I told my the Las Vegas story on this podcast already? The Las Vegas story? Probably one of, not. One, like, no, you, not on this podcast. No. Because like yeah, on, on Best Buy you'd have to like put in a request through the computer system to get like time off or like you know yeah. like in in since it's a part it's a hourly job so it's not even like real time off. It's literally like don't give me hours on those days and give them to someone else and i just don't you don't you, i just i just lose out <laughs> uh, retail didn't have what's not it's not paid time off yeah you're requesting a uh an unpaid leave yeah it's like just, if you just don't don't get me hours on that particular day yeah. or whatever basically. it's like if you have an unexcused absent from school yeah like they still mark still you like, as absent but it isn't a violation of the school rules to do that yeah like the, the school doesn't call the police you, you and go mean, like he skipped school he's a crime you, you mean asking for an excused absence well, I'm and saying that, that excuse would be like the opposite, wouldn't it? No, but they there's some sometimes you can get an uh, an unexcused absence. Sure. I don't know how. It Man, works. I haven't been in I, school for ten years. Yeah, I have. I don't know <laughs> for what high school is. and everything. Basically, the idea is you can. Yeah, but like you'd have to put in a request, and like I'd get it cleared, mm -hmm. and I'd be I do all the things right. Then I'd be in a different state during said time, Even just a different and city. I would I would get a phone call saying like Where are you? You're supposed to be here today. I'm like What? I got cleared to not be here today. We did it all right, but after I got it cleared and they and they I got the thing cleared to not be scheduled those days, they just scheduled me anyway. Yeah. But I didn't know that because they scheduled me after I left. So yeah. it's like there's no way I would ever know that my schedule was because then. Uh, retail places don't put schedules for more than like they're oh they're like, assholes. About I think it's it. like more than a week ahead. You have, you have almost no notice about what your future is going to be yeah. like. That my my. Like, my parents get frustrated with my brother all the time about that, but it's like, he can't do anything about it. It's like, if you want to make plans about, like, holidays and stuff like that, it's like... You, it, you need to make Unless he plans. puts the request in, like, a month in advance, yeah. he doesn't even know if he'll work that day. Like, you just don't yeah. know. And, I mean, some jobs are like that, but uh, most jobs are consistent schedules, or they'll yeah. at least give you a schedule for the month or something. And there's just a thing of, like, I'm in, I'm in Nevada right now, so I'm not going to be coming in today... <laughs> it's yeah. like what do you tell them it's like you guys fucked up yeah and it's usually just it's just poor communication because that place is riddled with poor the places run terribly and what i hate is that they don't they 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 think a computer is going to train you at your entire job yes so like when you get hired at best buy they set you down in a computer in the corner and the, to, to try to avoid you getting questions constantly from people, you're, you they have you wear a white shirt at first, and you get to a blue shirt later when you're like a proper employee. Is do what they? they do now. That's what they do now, at least. Yeah, you go to work on a white in like a white yeah. polo shirt, but okay. you have to buy yourself, which is annoying. You have to uh, buy all your shirts yourself. 
Yeah, but the other ones are like the Best Buy shirt or something. Yeah, I, I think know. I still have all of mine. I I, I always keep. Every I went shirt. on my I went on my big geology trip with it. Yeah, I think I kept every shirt from every job I worked at because I never knew if I was going to need to go back to those jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, like you the, had to go back. Well, like to break in. Or Don't something. take me back. Well, I meant like to, if you want to commit a crime, it's best <laughs> to have the employee out. Crimes. Yeah. The. Uh, yeah, they sit you in a corner and you just do really shitty like stock a uh, bunch of quizzes and things that have like stock photos of people smiling yeah. as they try to teach you about every part of the entire store in a single study session and test. Yep. And then you just start working there and like you understand everything about this place, right? I'm like, no, I don't learn that way at all. How does how does any of this work? How do no. you register? And it's like, well, you just register. The computer taught you. It's like, okay, well, I know how a calculator works. But that's not what this is. Yeah. This is a fancy machine that does very specific functions. What does it do? And like it's like it, like when you when you like when you deal with Best Buy employees and you, and you want to know like whether or not they know stuff about like products and everything, they literally they pretty much just know what they knew when they got there. So like yeah, for me, if I was in the video game section, I got shit to talk to you about. But like I get to the car the car stereo section and I'm like, it makes the the boom boom. I, I I was literally useless. And yeah. I, I like I would like people to tell me to go help a customer there, and I'm like I you know I can't right. Like, I care. literally don't they, know because the customer should know what they want. Your existence. Like, not, not only is do just I not, a... not know how any of the stuff works there, I don't even know like because you have to do a whole thing on the computer to like figure like the car installation involves like correlating like the the actual stereo with like the car it's for and like a bunch of other yeah. steps you have to, to figure it out what car it's no for one ever they're... taught me how to do yeah in a year and a half of working there that's <laughs> not well, a single that's, time that, yeah they're not supposed to because that wasn't your department and you shouldn't be in that department unless you are in that department and they've got so many weird rules about what you're allowed to do when you're there yep it's so like i was a part-time employee and i was for uh, portable electronics and so they just wouldn't let like i didn't have register access I just never had register access the whole time I'd worked there. Huh. So I never had to work a register, but also I couldn't. And sometimes people would like yell at me to work a register. I'm like, I, you guys don't let me. I literally don't like, have a login. For like it's li- Yeah, it's like yeah. literally like, you guys are stopping me. But also like you would lose customers a lot because like uh, people would come in and you do this long ass charade thing where you get them to be interested in this product and all this stuff. And then and then you don't have keys, so you can't get the product for them. Yeah. So it's like now you got to call somebody on your walkie-talkie so that the manager can come over because of the big boy keys because they they don't trust their own employees enough to have access to the products that they're selling because they're all like they don't trust all these teenagers and shit. Yeah. Fuck these guys. So then you're standing there like a jackass trying to make small talk as like you just wait Some, for like you, 10 plus minutes sometimes. You hope a person will come and not get sidetracked by other stuff, which oh happens all the time. Yeah, because for all you know fucking george is having some long ass conversation about tvs on the other side of the thing and he's the only person on the entire floor with keys yeah. so you can't get the product and it's like what do you want from me yeah retail is literally the worst job no nope. it's just the worst also pro tip if you work retail and the, and you're not paid on commission uh oh, yeah. they have all those stupid fucking promotions they want you to sell just don't just don't just don't bother no i went my entire job mostly trying to ignore it the one time i got somebody to be interested in signing up for a best buy credit card finally and i'm like oh shit he said yes i didn't even really mean to say it uh it happened right when we were closing 
And so I was there for a half an hour after closing. Everyone's glaring at me for not helping them clean up. And I'm, but I'm literally like there with a manager, like required to sit through this whole process here of trying to send this person up for a credit card. Oh, just to have it like ultimately like fail yep. and not work anyway. And I'm like, I, I could have left like 20 minutes ago. What the f- I hate this job. Yeah. I hate this job so much. I'm not even for my benefit or the customer's benefit. Yeah. Most of the things that they offer are explicitly like, the kind of laps- lopsided deals that happen at like a casino mm-hmm. where it's like this all benefits the house. Yeah. Like you want to, you want to buy a replacement plan or, or buyback. You never had to go through that. Mm. You never had to live through the buyback program. Nope. Have I told you about this before? I think I have. I know it's, about it's so the buyback bad. program. Yeah. Yeah. We had to try to exp- imagine trying to sell it to customers because Best Buy had this system where a bunch of product projects, products like phones, which is where they really started from. Yeah. But they tried to expand it to everything like video game consoles to computers is like you could do a buyback program, which is like you have to pay a fee when you first get the product. That's a lot like what you pay for, like the replacement plan, for example. Yeah. So you pay them now on top of the cost of the product for the privilege of if you feel like it later selling it back to them so then later you can bring the product back to the store and you can get a percentage of your of uh, you can essentially get a percentage of your money back as like a used sale like you're at gamestop or something like that yeah but but not only is there but there's also a really complicated chart that explains how much of their money they'll get back based on how long it's been that you can look at and so like you have to explain this chart to them while also explaining to them that yes they do have to pay more now to qualify for this for some reason which is how no buyback programs work ever anywhere yeah because it's like why would you pay more now you have to because you might sell it to them Not even the idea you're paying them to sell a product to them yeah you're paying them so you can sell something to them and they will give you the money but it won't be a it's like it's such a weird scummy system it's It's miserable every single Every single system that Best Buy tries to sell you on it for anything ever is always for their benefit. Yes. And be aware of this uh, on top of all the services that are all bullshit and uh, basically predatory. Uh, we are trained as Best Buy employees to try to add accessories. So if you. I think most bu- people know about the, yeah. the, the accessories and upselling. Like if you buy like a. Uh, a camera or an iPod or any yeah. those are gone now, but they used they were there when I got when I was there. If you buy any like single core item, Best Buy doesn't make money on those really. Yeah. They buy they pretty much sell them at cost. So what they try to do is they sell you add-ons like they'll get this camera bag and get this camera lens and this case for your iPod and all these other things because those they make like eighty percent of the money on. Yeah. Because they those are a bunch of like two dollar products they're selling for like twenty dollars. Like HDMI cables for thirty and shit like that, like that kind of stuff. I hate their HDMI cables. That every time I see someone walking with one, I just want to be like a superhero and save <laughs> them from it. Like slap it out of their hands and go like, "Here's a free one. It's cheaper." Like it's so. Here's the free one. It's cheaper. It's it's and, and you know and you as you can a, just go on mono price. They're like you can get a ten foot one for like five dollars. As an employee, it's you ridiculous. know how much the con is happening because oh, yeah. the employee discount is that you can buy anything in the store for slightly above uh cost basically yeah so you get like that means you get like a tiny discount on like a 360 it's like wow you saved a dollar congrats but you buy like an hdmi cable it's like it's two dollars yeah it's like but it says forty dollars it's two dollars just take it <laughs> it's because like you get it for the nor- the good price and you, you just, just gotta be careful it. too because if you buy one that's a best buy brand they make a hundred percent value on it but it's charged the same amount as all the other hdmi cables because you can't look like you're cheap so they make like 200 percent profit compared to everyone else oh, it's it's yeah capitalism is fun guys just you always need more capitalism 
You never encountered the 180 pass by. I didn't look, man. I got 180 pass by. You were supposed to see somebody in the aisle and you were supposed to walk past them in order to enter their personal space bubble, basically. But while you were walking past them, you're supposed to make some sort of observation about their appearance, like, I don't know, sports team or something like that. And then you're supposed to, after you pass them, then turn around and try to try to strike up casual, natural conversation Excuse with them. Excuse me, did, is that a, literally a thing someone said to you? All, all you for the purposes of then segueing towards like a product eventually, like this really forced manipulation and stuff like that. And we had to workshop it with other employees before the before the store was opening like during those meetings and stuff like that did it's you guys like, have fun with it at least no you guys were like it's st- all like straight face it's all incredibly awkward and miserable because like all the management's there and like they think they they're taking this they, they they're somehow taking this seriously because they're all panicking and shitting their themselves because right across this like right a block away circuit city was like closing down forever and stuff like that so like they're like best buy thought it was next so i was working best buy during their panic era where they thought they were going to close down because circuit city just went down and like that oh it's the end of brick and mortar stores amazon's killing us all amazon's killing us all with that was the thing you you, I would talk to a guy for half an hour about uh, product uh, camera because I got really good at figuring out how the cameras worked for a while. Yeah. And then they'd be like, all right, cool. Thanks. And then they'd walk away and they'd go buy it on Amazon. Yes. And it's like they were using the store as like a customer service purpose and then never going <laughs> to buy it. Yeah. Why would you? Why? Why? It's a question. Oh, it, it's smart. It's just like it's a question as, a, I, as an employee, you're like, fuck. Yeah. But it's a question I like. I look at people genuinely and like. Why do you buy things physically at a store? Don't do that. Don't support that. Because, no, it's Nothing stupid. Nothing at Best Buy makes sense. No. They want you to memorize the shrink numbers. What? Those numbers are super dumb. And they're long, aren't We're they? We're supposed to or look. Like, and there's isn't there one for every single product that exists yeah. on a shelf? There's shrink, and then there's income. Like, like there's, there's spreadsheets that are printed like two or three times a day that explain how much money they've made versus like how much products are like just disappeared because of like stealing and yeah. stuff like that and like as employees on the floor you're supposed to review those multiple times throughout the day and you're supposed to know them a manager will actually quiz you on them sometimes and then be like be like oh naughty face you don't know the shrink numbers like i don't know if they were writing down or something that i didn't know it or something because i never did uh and it's like what you want us to fucking somehow fix them it's like <laughs> people go to stores to buy a thing. Yeah. Like they know what they're they don't like, oh, I'm just gonna walk into Best Buy at random because I feel like it. it's not a mall. Yeah. They're not just browsing at Even random. at the mall, most people don't go into an electronic store unless they have yeah. the kind of a thing they want to look at. Like you like, they're there like if someone's there for a TV, they're there for a TV. Yeah. You can't turn a TV into a washing machine sale. No. Also, holy shit, yeah, Best Buy has washing machines and shit, which I, have, I, I would often forget about while I was there because yeah, no one buys them. They have appliances and nobody touches them. Nobody touches you, them. You know why? Because Home Depot exists. And yeah, why would nobody you just thinks go... of Best Buy for appliances. They're because going to Bed Bath and Beyond or Home Depot or something. Bed Bath and Beyond doesn't sell appliances. Does it not apply, sell, yeah, no. you'd think it would. No, I guess it's not bed. Bath, it sells things beyond. for a bed, I guess the, a bathroom, or beyond. It I guess, doesn't. I, sell... I guess the beyond is not the kitchen. <laughs> it it is the kitchen. It is the kitchen, but it just not sell... the part where the, that you put gas into. Yeah, they don't <laughs> sell the appliances. They sell all of the stuff you put on the appliances. Yeah, like you There's want a, a you want a microwave? Gotcha. You want a you want a stove? They no. have micro- Wait, they have microwaves, but not stoves. I think they have microwaves. Hmm. I know Kohl's has microwaves, which is a clothing yeah, they're, store, they're which makes literally enough. no sense. You go to a clothing store, it's like, hey, do you want microwaves? Kohl's is a weird store. Yeah. I don't... 
any case, don't do retail, kids. It's a bad don't, drug. Don't do retail. It's a real bad time. I did. After Best Buy, I did. It's, if you work at Best Buy, your employers will actively be punishing you for working at Best Buy. Yeah. <laughs> they have a massive turnover rate. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I worked there for a year and a half, and there was like two people there at the end that were there at the beginning. Yep. And one of them was the manager. <laughs> oh, not even the manager. No, there's no. the owner. The manager swapped. Yeah. That time, too. The manager swapped. Even the manager and all of my superiors all switched out yeah. with other people. <laughs> It's a huge turnover rate, mostly because people uh, can get paid better a million places elsewhere. But uh, I think for me, after what? After Best Buy, I did. I worked tech support for a while. I did a lot of um, I did a lot of personal like contract stuff. Like people would just ask me, hey, could you fix the computer? Here's some money and throw it at me. And I was like, yeah, I just won't tell the government I worked for like two years. It should be fine. Um, uh, it worked out. It was fine. They never came after me in taxes. Uh, so yet, <laughs> yet, uh, and you won't get me now, suckers. Um, but the yeah. Then after that, I went to work at a trading or a, not a trading a uh, at a card shop or a card not card shop but a card company. Worked for the uh, card like, like greeting cards. Oh yeah, Satan for me basically. Yeah. <laughs> So they, even much like the 180 passed by, like all forms of like manufactured human interactions are like are like revolting to me. Like I hate greeting cards. Uh, well, thankfully I wasn't. I was in the business of breaking them apart. Oh, I w I went to the stores and sh and tore out the shells and threw them in the trash can. And Is that what you ones. worked at? Like like right before or like around the time we were starting Let's Playing or something? Yes, you were getting like in a van and driving around. Yeah, I think I remember because I I was like I was like thinking about like i wonder if i can get in on that because that was when i was trying to that was during the era where i was trying to get my job and it just wasn't happening yeah For like a year i'm like i can't get a job with this degree yeah <laughs> and uh and, i was like maybe i'll go work with Andrew. and it paid well i i i genuinely liked that because the group you got to hang out with people and drive in a car all yeah. day yeah basically we sat in a car all day every, i mean the only thing that sucked was we weren't like we didn't know what our day-to-day -day schedule kind of yeah. thing was that sucked, but other than that, it was usually everything was great. Everyone was really awesome, and I got to break stuff all day. I got to smoke cigarettes and break stuff at the same time while being paid. And those I are, thought that those was two of the best jobs I've had. Yeah, yeah. Like it's when like, I, when I worked at uh, the waterboard, one of the best things to do was when we'd go on the the trips. Our whole job was to basically stick instruments in the water and also scoop up some of the water as a sample and yep. just like write a bunch of numbers down and but also drive to a bunch of locations where the entire path connecting them was like almost eight hours long so it was the whole day of just driving and doing really minor work then a lot more driving and then yeah. just talking about like star just, trek or whatever for like it, just for a bunch of hours shit. it's fine yeah. that's like it's the best kind of work and when i worked for my dad we were just sitting there in an open shop and we were just like i was just taking like staple removers and shit and i was just taking apart like like uh restaurant Chairs booths and, yeah. and like car seats and just like disassemble dis i would dismantle the, the seat and then i would like I would make marks so we could tell where they were connected. I would take like a razor blade and like split all the seams of the entire seat. And I could actually trace out the shape of the, all the individual panels on the new material and cut them out. And then he, my dad would be sewing them together. And that's the new seat. Yeah. It was like, that's the repaired version of the seat or like, or if maybe sometimes you'd cut out like one panel and repair, replace it or something. And like, yeah, just, just spending all your day working with your hands and talking with people is like, it's pretty all right. Yep. Like you get paid more for white collar like office jobs oftentimes, but they are 
they kill you they're kind of boring they kill your soul like retail and office jobs are like really boring to like do. the like the only reason i know that the guy that invented uh cubicles hates cubicles and thinks that they were a mis mistake is because i was like googling like cubicle depression while i was working in a cubicle because <laughs> i was like trying to figure out what how these affect people psych psychologically because i was just miserable sitting in a, in a gray cube all day and like doing a, a, the same task every day basically and yeah. i find out that like yeah the guy that invented cubicles thought he was making like the swiss like the swiss army knife like crazy like oh look how versatile this cool device is and he thought he was just revolutionizing office spaces yeah and he never anticipated that people would use them to dehumanize office spaces and pack people as closely as possible into a small area and like make it all about hyper efficiency and horribleness how could he, you not think he that? thought he was making a cool desk <laughs> And now he's like, what have I done? He's like Einstein, where it's like, oh, no, that went wrong. <laughs> I mean, you can never. I. Uh, this came after Einstein. You can definitely not. <laughs> you cannot fall for that. Like, oh, no, I didn't think it would happen. Humanity Whoopsie. will always take the worst avenue if given the chance. <laughs> you give them anything and they'll be like, how can I make people suffer with it? Mm -hmm. And you're like, N that, no, it just can you be nice? And it's like, yes, later after we make people suffer. <laughs> So the big job you took that affected the trajectory of our channels and stuff was that in twenty in the end of twenty thirteen you got a job working in the Sacramento County for uh, uh, tech support in yes. actual location. An so actual, you, so you had to move, and in so an I was office. like, maybe I'll do that personal channel yeah. while I'm still here. And he's not. I got a nice cubicle and mm -hmm. uh, a lot of complaints from employees, but no one, uh, no customers ever complained about me. It was great. So Good you never thing. got you never got you you never got any. You never got any customer complaints. No. You just, people just hated working with you. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, you were ultimately like fired for your like bad attitude. Yeah. yeah. I was fired for poor, poor attitude, but I had most closing tickets and I never had customer complaints. Hmm. Everyone else just hated working with me, which was fine because most people that which hated. weird because did they even work with you? Because aren't you all separate basically? Yes. But they, they didn't they like. They hated being around you because well, they didn't like you? They didn't like it because I would get mad at them for having fun. Because I'm we're in a cubicle, so I would hear them laughing or like fucking around and digging. Oh, around. you would you yeah. were the one you and were I like, was, you and were I was like, hey, kind yeah, of. Yeah, I was like, shut the fuck up. You're here to work. It's not a fucking playhouse. If you want to play, go outside. And people would just get so upset about it. It's like, well, this, this you're making a hostile work environment. No, it's hostile because I can't see the person, so I can't give them a mean glare silently to make them shut up. If you remove the walls, then I can look at them angrily for 30 minutes straight on my break, and then they'll shut up. <laughs> it was like, well, here, Andrew, take some this stress This is balls. a whole new part of Andrew that none of us have seen before is strict Andrew. <laughs> I know. I go to work not to make friends. I didn't want to talk to anybody there. People came up. I think my even my manager was like, oh. Andrew, what do you like to do on your days off? None of your fucking business. I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here Dude, to work. I, I fucked up every interaction I ever had with my boss. So, like, I nailed it on the on the actual, like, the interview. interview, which yeah. I always nail. Yeah, I don't know why. I do really... I, I fucked up one interview, which is I I was really awkward in my interview at the uh, theater. Uh -oh. And I tried to work there. I did work at... Did you work at Brendan Theaters? No, I haven't worked at Brendan. Oh, I, I, tr there. I tried uh, to work because I'm like, obviously, it's like dream job for a high school kid because, like, you do, like, nothing hard, basically. Yeah. And you can watch movies. And it's nah. like... It, it's a, sometimes you can watch movies. Uh, Michael used to take me... It's hit or miss. Or, or a few other people to, like... We'd go to like the uh, you can go, you can go to like the free showing of something that's been out for a few weeks. Yes. basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those you could do definitely. And like that was just free. That was yeah. a cool thing to have access to, especially in high school. Yeah, that's I, so I had, I had a few friends that worked at that place that would just take me to movies sometimes. I'm like, this is 
that's a cool feature to it's, have. It's a great if you're like a single person because you're like, well, I have a date planned already. We go to free <laughs> movies. <laughs> All right. But, uh, Hope you haven't seen this movie. It's been out for three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. well, there's, there's a lot of movies all the time. There's, only, there's always like the one that's the big one. Yeah. Everything else is like, yeah, you want to see Green Room? <laughs> it's a good romantic movie. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that movie? Because I mentioned it a little bit. And it's like... I, I have that, not. That no. movie's a... That's, it, it's like a... It's like the Last Jedi of uh, of uh, trapped in a room horror thrillers. <laughs> okay, it's like, or it's the, the like with like the uh, subversion of expectations and stuff like that going on. Uh, but I fucked up that interview terribly, and and uh, pretty much knew I wasn't getting hired. And I don't know how super you never heard that. back. I don't know. Maybe maybe I didn't fuck it up, and maybe I just retroactively because you probably self conscious about everything. Because when you went, when did you apply to? Wait, which, I, I which, don't remember. Which it, was, theater? It, was my, it was the first job I tried to get. Was it Brendan Theaters? Yeah. Okay, so then you probably talked to... Yeah, I know who you talked to. That was that guy's probably. been there. Uh, what I do know is that literally everyone... I was applying with the whole... At the same time as a bunch of girls that I knew. And all of them got hired. So I was like, huh. That was the store manager. That oh. wasn't the, the actual manager. The manager, because the manager is one, it not interested in girls. Um, two is <laughs> uh is also like weirdly committed to this one particular low paying job for life. And I do not understand. So he's just it. like gung ho about he it. He is super gung ho about it. I mm. remember like the first thing he asked me was like, Well, where do you see yourself in teen? I was like, uh, I don't know, hopefully making a lot of money. He was like, Well, you know, I don't know how much money you can make here. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We weren't talking about here in 10 years. Let's talk about somewhere in life making a lot of money. Not what's so what like is... He thought that you meant you're going to yeah. still work at Brendan 10 years from 10 years now. Years. I was like, what? Something no. that's never true for anyone except him, apparently. Yeah, that's why I was like, well, you're a little too committed, sir. You're never going to be the yeah, owner I thought I'd of... just get a high school job at a theater and then stay there forever. Yay. I mean, then, I get and it. And then when all of my coworkers get replaced as they age out, but I'm still here, yeah. I can be surrounded by a bunch of really vapid and uninteresting 18-year-olds all the time when I'm, like, 28 and I'm thinking about stuff that matters. It's, I think the, like, I get it. Some people don't have dreams or goals or aspirations. Yeah. You know, people don't have things they want to do. That's fine. Go do something creative then. Don't literally work at a Dude. shitty dead-end job for the rest of your life. Go do something that's creative nothing, and make money doing it. Nothing sealed the deal for me in realizing how much I've changed as a person over time since high school than being like a 28-year-old and like talking to a high school student again. And yes. Like, oh, fuck. Whoa. Y'all, y'all <laughs> Whoa, crazy. y'all are undeveloped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got some weight. You got to get back in the oven. You're not done yet. <laughs> it's like, holy shit. But Cook the, uh, for a little bit longer, man. I think but, you're. Uh... But I, I nailed my other job interviews at Best Buy and at uh, and you. at and at the waterboard. I nailed it too well at Best Buy in a pro like a problem way, because like I was too good at talking to the interviewer, and so what they did is they re-interviewed me for a different job than the one I wanted. Because what did you want? Because I don't want to deal with people. Oh, you want to work in the back room? Yeah, you dummy. I wanted to work in the warehouse, and they fucking re-interviewed me to, t to take me into uh, as a sales representative. I'm like. Fuck. Well, they're the only people that called me, so I should do it because I'm just going to get shit if I don't come yeah. back to this with a job. And I'm like, I don't want to work as a sales representative. Especially didn't want to do it for two a year and a half, but I did. Eh. I, I didn't even know. Best Buy, the only thing I will say that's nice about Best Buy is you don't have to work on commission. That's yeah. nice. I do appreciate Which is that. Which good because no one wants to buy things there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know where it does make you work on commission? It's fucking Staples. Oh. 
I went to Staples. Which is weird because people at Best Buy act like they're working on commission and the people at Staples don't. Yes. I, I went there because after, after I've I got... I've never encountered a Staples employee before. I haven't that, either. not at the counter. After I got fired from uh, Best Buy, I went over to Staples and I was like, I guess I'll work. It's the same thing. It's just... The fucking Best Buy employees and... smell blood in the water and they swarmed you. Yeah. And you, you walk into freaking goddamn Staples and they're like, by the way, you have to meet a quota every month. And I was like, uh, no, that's... No, what of quota what? and how? Because where are your people? I literally saw no one walking in here to do this interview. The where? quota is that if no one buys enough staples, you gotta buy the staples. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a competition to who gets to walk home with the staples, so nobody wants to work because they want those staples real bad. I've got the golden staple. I, it's, I I don't know. I that's the only thing I count my blessings for because I and I've worked bad job. I worked for Direct you TV. Walgreens, didn't you? I worked at Walgreens. How many jobs did you have that fast? I got fired from all of them. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what the best part is? I have never been fired before. All of them are for poor attitude. I can't for, imagine. I'm sorry. Where I didn't this trend get, comes from. I didn't get fired from American Greens. That was the only job I never got fired for. In fact, I was. You, did, you didn't I, lose the green job card for being no, fired. No, they were actually. So I, basically, actually, if, I almost you, did. So, so basically, almost, your calling is to work a job where you break things. I almost got fired from it because a manager. Because <laughs> my I worked for so okay so the way it works is that we are basically just grunts who go in, take shit out, throw it in the trash, bring new shit in, set it up, leave. That's our job. Our job is just to be machines, and that's it. Mm-hmm. We're not customer service. We don't talk to the store that we're working in. We don't help customers at the store we're working in. We are there to build and leave or destroy. It's, build. it's like a thing that everyone ever would assume that the thing you do is something that the people that work there do. Yes. So the moment you're doing it, it's totally natural to think that you work there. Yeah. Because who th- who would think that like you people come in from the outside to make the display and take it down? And it's like it's yeah. Bizarre. And I mean, it's normal. It's normally you know. You know that we don't work there because we're wearing different colors. Yeah. So that's the we always wear polo shirts. But it's that like are a not... weird like adjustment bureau moment of like, oh, what the fuck's happening over yeah, there? They're, like, cha- they're, cha- they're changing the world over yeah, there. You see people like <laughs> working on the world wearing polos, but they're not wearing the polos. polos. And you're like, wait, who are these people? How did this happen? But so I was we were doing a job and uh, my manager that the one we drive in the car with and brings us to our jobs uh, he told me to go in the back, take all the boxes, crush them, and then go destroy all the stuff we just took out of the shelves, which was my usual. I sound sounds great. Went to go mm-hmm. do it. So I was waiting at the baler as it's crushing all the boxes and stuff like that. And some lady walks up and says, "What are you doing?" I said, "I am crushing boxes. I don't know if you can see that or not." Um, and so, and she's like, "Well, why are you doing that?" I was like, I, "It's my job." And I kind of just like looked at her for a second. I was like. I don't know who you are. Is there a reason I should tell you why I'm doing this? Because if you have a problem, you can speak to my manager. Well, that's one way to and, make it weird. <laughs> yeah. And, well, because I, I'm not supposed to talk to the employees of the store unless there's a problem. Because I'm a contract. I have no obligation over this store that I'm at. I can't talk to employees. I can't. Yeah, it's My job is just to build and destroy. That's why I loved it. it I wasn't meant to talk to people. <laughs> And so my entire job was just Minecraft. Yeah, all and the so time. This, this lady's coming in here talking to me, acting like I'm that's supposed to happen. I'm like, get away from me. So I eventually just basically finished bailing the boxes. She's middle of talking to me. I just walk away. I just don't I'm not gonna interact with you. I don't I, that's not my job. You don't work, you're not part of my group that works with me. I left. Just ca- and carried on doing my stuff. And what she complained that no, so you walked so she, away from the she walks conversation. Over, she walks over to my the the person my manager and she demands that I am fired on the spot. And my manager walks up and says, by the way, that, that woman is the district manager for the entire area. She, she's our district manager. 
for our company for the entire area why is she behaving and like an idiot why is she talking to me is the first question and so yeah he, he said why is she asking why you're doing your job yeah then? and she so not, well a lot of a lot of top level managers are are useless idiots that don't know what the jobs are that they're governing over to begin with she had is... just started a couple of weeks ago um and so my manager maybe asked, you could introduce yourself stupid and, and, that, and so my manager was like, like oh, so she, just she, say who you are yeah if you want to make this not weird yeah and that's and especially because i especially because it is my job to not interact with people that work at the building so yeah. like if i'm say i'm at a walmart or i'm at a walgreens or i'm at a Rayleigh's, i'm not supposed to talk to those people that work there my job that's my manager's job my manager is the liaison between us and the store that's yeah. his purpose that's why he is a manager and we are just grunts and so a random person talked to me. I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't want to get fired because yeah. I'm fucking up my job. You know that I'm not supposed to do that. Don't talk to me then unless you introduce yourself as, hello, I'm your boss and I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> That's how you should introduce yourself. And she That's was horrible. So she was under the impression. I, so I had to go over there and apologize to her. And so my boss was like, just go and apologize to her. It'll all blow up. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll give a shit. I walk over and sincerely I just say, I'm sorry, ma'am. I thought you were an employee. I did not know you were. So I don't want your apology. I just want you fired. I was like, okay, well then I'm done. She sounds like she's really good at being a manager. Yeah. And so my manager <laughs> looked at her. My manager looked at her and she was like, well, okay, so I want him gone. Like you need to go take him, like take him out of here right now. And my manager was like, okay, how about you get out? And so my manager was like, you need to leave. Just go, please. And so he kicks the district manager out of the store. And she's not, and so she gets. Because she's like being a crazy person. Because, and so he calls the he calls the general manager, and he says, "I have oh, a, there's too many levels." Yeah, and he's like, oh. "I have a manager in here who's coming in trying to take away workers, and I need this job. We need this job done by the end of the week." And the guy, was, so the guy ends up calling her, and then she has to come to apologize to me for this. <laughs> I was like, "Look, for just, demanding you to get fired yeah, when she just has no reason to be in any part of this. She's there for no reason." Yeah, and so the the end takeaway was like, we were in the car, we were driving home, we were <sighs> all just kind of sitting there. And I looked at my boss and was like, I thought nobody talks to me. That was the whole point of this job. This is so and much fun perspective to keep in mind when people are complaining about, like, the yellow dollar sign. Yeah. <laughs> on videos. Yeah. It's like, it can go so much worse in every job it's, ever. It's so it's so dumb. Uh, it is so dumb. But, th no, I've gotten fired from every other job uh, because of poor and you were, and you And somebody tried to fire you from that job. Yeah. But they, they didn't read the rules. No, they didn't read the rules. <laughs> Otherwise, like, they would have got like me actually fired. on page 17, yeah. which loops back to today's section, blah, blah, I, blah. I'm, I would have never been able to... Well, you, you fucking trumped the shit out of what I was about to say. Because um, I, was, I was just talking about like how I fucked up all my interactions with my boss. Oh. But it was just like, I was really awkward. Because like, I nailed the interview because I was like in a state of mind. But then from then on, like I'm just working in a cubicle at this monotonous job all day, every day. And like every time you'd show up, it was a jump scare. Like, because he showed like behind something of the cubicle. Yeah, because he'd he'd come in through the entrance of the cubicle, which is off to my left, like kind of behind me, and so it's like it, it's just this this weirdly terrifying moment of like, just like somebody's within your personal bubble, but they got there stealthily. Yeah, because it's the all of your surroundings are completely blocked off from all sound and visual because that's how cubicles work. <laughs> that's cubicles are which, which they suck so much. I hate them. But like, yeah, people are just fucking on you when they <laughs> yeah. when they arrive. They're just at you, and you're like, ah. Like this is just, it's always a, like not like yeah. a not, like not like, like, like a vocal startle, but just like a, like there's always a moment. Yeah, you have that kind of like weird reaction, like 
And then you're like, ah, oh, shit, I didn't mean to do that, but they saw me jump a little bit, and now they're trying to talk to me. And then he'd be like, hey, I grown out your beard or something. And like, I don't, I'm like, I'm like, just trying to make small talk, and I like, I don't make the right facial reaction. He's like, oh, he's like, oh, you didn't like that. Like he's like, like, oh shit, what face did I make? <laughs> like, this is, there's too many layers of weird interaction going on, and it's also the problem of like, I don't know how to talk to your a boss. Yeah, because like your coworkers. You just treat them like I don't know, fellow high school student. Like, yeah, it's like you can just talk to them normally. But your boss, a boss making small talk when you're not familiar enough about how to interact with them is awful. It's weird. You don't know how to talk to them and what's acceptable or what yeah. tone to take. So it mostly just leads to you sitting there, not wanting to make like the wrong reaction. But yeah. then it's like, but that's the wrong reaction too. And you're like, I just, <laughs> I just want to do like, my job, and you're please. making me question everything. Yeah. I came here to work. That's that's my mindset. My mindset is I don't want to be your friend. I don't want to be anything but literally a soulless drone. I like working. friends. It's just when they're my boss, I'm like, I don't know how this works. I, I just take <laughs> it one step further. I can't read the situation I just, correctly, and I just make it awkward. Yeah. my I just take it a step further. It was like, if you just don't talk to me, I'll have the best <laughs> job experience ever. If people, if you just put me in a room, nobody's allowed in it except for me. You give me my work through a conveyor belt, and then I just do the job, put it through yep. the conveyor belt. I would be your best employee. It is good to just get shit done sometimes. That's why I like. That's why I don't work outside of my home. I can't <laughs> that's why you're do just it here now. Yeah, because I can't work you get with fired other people. from all those jobs. I can't work with I've other people. Never been fired. People like me a lot. People like me too, but I don't like them, so I be like an <laughs> asshole to them. I don't get away from me. People come up and just it's like, like, no, just to remind you, I do this. Yes, me. Yes, it's like it, I'm the one making myself get fired, but I'm doing you take it. Take credit for all the opposite things people normally take credit for. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna be like, oh, that job was a piece of shit. They just hated me. I, I was the asshole. I acted like a piece of shit. But it was because I made it apparent I didn't want to be their friend, and I don't know why they felt the need that it was not okay that 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 I wouldn't be their friend. Like, that was a requirement for the job, was you had to be friendly with the coworkers. Like, no, it doesn't. I have to be friendly with the damn people that are paying the bills. These idiots are taking the money. Yep. Those people are giving it to me. I'm not going to be friends with the idiots taking money. If they're not here, I make more money. So kill them. Get rid of them now. Like, that's my mindset. It's like, if I just kill all of my coworkers, I make all the money. And that's how you get on the watch list. And that's why I don't have a job uh, in an office. This has been Sit and Discuss Episode 3. We got through, like three questions i think i think we got through three and the one topic that i had in mind or something i don't know i got them in here on on the internet they're not in here on the internet this thing talks to the internet <laughs> we got them in there this is a t- this, this is a box that talks to space don't question it too much uh so we'll get i'm going through them in order ish send your questions to sit and discuss at gmail.com some of them might go quickly some of them might go shortly some of them we might lead to we're like, this is a dumb question. And then we talk about a, a tangent for 40 minutes <laughs> about Halo. Uh, look forward to our Halo glitch playthrough in 2022. I still don't drink milk. <laughs> Going back to milk now. Uh, this podcast keeps happening. See you guys next week. Are you still here next week? How soon are you gone? What's he, next week? At some point in a few weeks or next week or something, Not Andrew's going to be week. gone for like a week. Are you gone yeah. for a week? Uh, I'll be here. Uh, yeah, I'll be here. Yeah, so there'll be so, a, there'll be a missing podcast probably once, and yeah. we'll be back. Yeah. Andrew's going on a trip. Bye. We're gonna go start recording Let's Plays now. This is how we start our day. <laughs> bye bye.